What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, to being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We are here with the Bruce Wayne of this-ish. This is the king of content, the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious CGA in the building. I got money. Hey, man, appreciate y'all for being here. What a wonderful weekend. I am back from Los Angeles and back in the seat. I got back late last night. Uh, this time I drove up and back, got to chill with my son, kick it with my son, catch up on some things. He was here the previous weekend. So uh, we went to the Raiders and the Chargers game. Uh, the Chargers cheated, but that's no, no, no. We're going to take that L. We're going to take that L. Um, it is what it is. This is week one. There's no need to panic. The only teams that need to panic are the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, anyway, uh, a couple other teams need to panic, but the Cowboys are in trouble. They 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 got to be in trouble. But anyway, man, we'll we'll review. I don't know if you guys know on the CGA got game channel. I'm starting to put my sports content back up uh, because, as you know, my CGA sports channel got demonetized, you know, uh, but uh, but it is what it is. So now we're putting CGA sports back up. I might review week one of the NFL, tell you what teams are in danger, all right? Uh, tell you what teams need to relax, don't worry about it, and whatnot. Tell you what teams are overhyped, the Chargers. Mm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, shout out to the coach gang, man. We take L's around here. When we take an L, we take an L. So no big deal. Today's uh, topic today, we're talking about TikTok. TikTok, and I, as I have branded this a couple years ago, TikTok. TikTok and social media is causing Women, young women, Generation Z, all kind of troubles. We're going to go over that, and we're going to wish gener Generation Z young men. You young men, you got it, you got it bad. All right, Gen Z, young men, got it bad. All right, you guys got it bad coming up with your women, with your women coming up here, because we're going to show you that the, the articles are already out telling you how Gen Z women are in trouble. They're in trouble mentally. They're in trouble physically. They're in trouble with their own literal health. They're making up stuff. Right, this is how bad it is, uh, and we're going to review that. We're going to review that, uh, and uh, yeah, this is such a this is somewhat of a Coach Adama's prediction, um, as I predicted in my book. But a lot of people in the manosphere, the most dangerous group, the manosphere, we're out here talking about this for years. Okay, dating apps and the effects on on all of these people. Uh, when the science comes out, the so called science, and let's not let these feminist scientists start running stuff. All right, when the science comes out. On some of the stuff that we normalized, it's going to be detrimental, like co-parenting, dating apps, all right, social media. There's going to be a detriment to that, unfortunately. And let's um let's let Prince talk about this. I don't know if you guys know Prince Roger Nelson, right? Uh, as you know him, the artist formerly known as Prince. Uh, rest in peace to Prince. Yes, he gets an Undertaker bell too, <clears throat> because you know, man, it's sad that uh music legends have to die all the same way with the with the drug thing. All right, but anyway, anyway, listen to this uh, this speech that he gave and um, about the Internet and being lost in social media. Go ahead and listen. It's cool to use the computer. Don't let the computer use you. You all saw the Matrix. There is a war going on with battlefields in the mind. And the prize is the soul. Woo. All right. There was actually a part of this clip that we missed. Um, but this part was posted here. This is actually genius stuff. And this was before Instagram. This is before, I mean, this is before Instagram became big or right around the time. This is before 
um TikTok. This is before really YouTube's massive explosion. All right, listen to this. Cool to use the computer. Don't let the computer use you. Y'all saw the matrix. There's a war going on with battlefields in the mind. Mm. And the prize is the soul. Wow. New, 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 new world order. Woo! And Prince, before he died, you know, let this conspiracy theorist get busy here. Before he died, he was about, he was spitting some facts. All right. He was spitting truth. And they was like, we're going to have to get rid of this dude. All right. They was like, yeah, he Prince was spitting facts. And uh, he was on a mission to actually let people know to be awake and aware. All right. Be awake and aware. But a lot of people are deaf, dumb and blind. All right. A lot of people will love to be deaf, dumb and blind. We call them ham and the eggers over here. Ham and eggers. We call them oxygen thieves, NPCs, knuckle draggers, missing links. I mean, we have a whole bunch of. All right. We have a whole bunch of people that are just comfortable being in a convenient lie. All right. They don't want uncomfortable truths. They have no need for that. Just give me, just give me the likes. Don't pass the scroll. <laughs> just give me the likes. Don't pass the scroll. They live their world virtually. Right. And I, I sort of do that too myself, but I also know how to decompress. I know how to walk away. All right. This is the reason why I don't like, I, I really am monitoring how much intake I take of certain things. Cause I do so much on these topics that a lot of times people have personal problems and are like, oh, I'm going to email you. I'm going to DM you. And I'm like, I can't do this all day. All right, this is not good. Matter of fact, uh, YouTube themselves, they're apparently hiring therapists and mental health professionals to counsel some of the YouTube uh, workers that have to review stuff to, to see if it fits into the YouTube or YouTube model or, uh, you know what I mean? And they, they, you know, the stuff that they strike down, like these people need therapy after consuming all of it. So I have to really be conscious of how much I consume, especially doing two live streams a day. All right. So um, I can't keep pushing, 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 and then get off the web and then go to your emails and answer every question, every problem that you have, and then go in the DMs. Oh, there's this. And there's another video. Oh, wow. Look at this. Let me post this. And then come back on here during the evening, do that, and then jump back off. So I kind of monitor how much I intake because this is really heavy stuff, whether you believe it or not. This stuff affects finances. It affects your mood. It affects your mental health. It affects your um, it affects your relationship status. It affects your outlook in life and so forth and so on. You got to be careful. All right. Anyway, somebody says PTS is real coach. Don't burn out. Yeah, people. I know people be pissed off. I don't check my DMs. I ain't I ain't that guy. Check your DMs. Check your DMs. I'm like, can I? Can I have my own time, bro? <laughs> like, listen, and they're like, I see you posting on Instagram. Yeah, I post it on Instagram and I shut the app off. That's what I do. I don't live over there. All right. I just post what I post and get the hell up out of here. I'll be like, <laughs> especially TikTok. All right. TikTok, I can't even stay over there. All right. I post my post on TikTok and I get the hell out of there. I close the app immediately. I do not scroll on TikTok. I have no, <laughs> I have no interest. And so. I could do videos, 50, 11 minutes of uh, women on TikTok acting stupid, all right? But I don't want to scroll it. I'll be like, mm. I can't. All right, anyway. Anyway, somebody said Instagram got your beach. All right, for sure. Hey, do me a favor. Hit the like button in the building before we get in the show. Let's not waste no time, but I, I'm really happy to be here. I'm really happy to be back. All right, Um, you know, I take Friday nights off, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday, we do members only live stream, and then be back Monday. All right, Dollar Sign CGA Live is how you contribute to this show. And then Coach Greg Adams TV is how you contribute to Venmo. All right, that rhymed in the building. Uh, Where are we at here? And then 
uh, PayPal, which I missed again. All right. Good Lord. Really didn't have me busy, but I had to, you know, <laughs> where are we at? PayPal, PayPal. This is absolutely insane. All right. Anyway, spending hours on the road is not good. All right. It was good when I was young, man, but uh, it is what it is. All right. PayPal without me backslash coach Greg Adams is pinned to the top of the chat. Do me a favor. Hit the like button or it's going to get belly deli up in this building. All right. And uh, the topics for the day. Let's go ahead and scroll the topics for the day. And then we get to the early contributors today. Gambia, Gambia, the country of Gambia. I don't even know if it's a country of Gambia, if it's the People's Republic of Gambia. I have no idea. So apologies, but shout out to everybody in Gambia. Gambia issues a warning to older women, them passport hoes, not the passport bros, them passport hoes that are coming from the United Kingdom in all places of Europe. They issued a warning to keep their soggy, saggy asses out of Gambia in them island boys. We're going to review that. We're going to talk about tourism of the peace leave that uh, a lot of times they'd be shading men. Oh man, you passport bro got oh boy. You guys are going over there taking advantage of those young women, them dirty feet women. I know they, you guys got all of these smoke for these boys that want to just go over there and do what people have been doing since the beginning of time. I mean, John Smith himself went and got him. So Pocahontas peace leave. Come on. I mean, the spoils of war, you know what I mean? Any, any war, any war that you've been in, it has always been somebody walking in and taking the women. That's what, Come on, man. I mean, them women tra traveling to Jamaica. You heard Eddie Murphy talking about Dexter throwing his salami over his shoulder. Pause. All right, women going to Jamaica. What did you do while you were in Jamaica? Oh, it was fantastic. I sat there and I read a book and sat on the beach. Okay, what did you do after that hour? Okay, what, what, what happened then? You know what happened? I'm going to tell you what happened. And everybody knows this. Stella got her, how Stella got her groove back. I mean, can, can we go on and on about this? So, the reality is, unfortunately, when men do things, they want to police the salami. All right, we got to police your salami. No, we're going to tell you where to put it. You can't put it in that. You can't put it in a woman of another race. You can't go across country. You can't drive to another state. You can't go to another country. You can't pay for it. You got to marry it. That's the only way you do it. You got to marry it. You can't pump and dump. Can't do nothing, boys. You tell We're going to tell you what you do with your salami. Pause. Meanwhile, the, all the dudes that break, they break the rules for all the dudes that don't have to pay all the dudes that don't have to date them, all the dudes, the island boys, all the dudes, the, the bad guys, all those guys get to do whatever the hell they want with it, <laughs> right? They get to pound them into submission, but that's just the way it goes, man. That's the way love goes. Uh, second story, we're going to do uh, um, the dating apps are disastrous for modern relationships. We're going to have a, we're going to have a, a guy break that down, but we've already known that the manosphere, the red pill, the. MGTOWs and all of these guys, kosher dominance. We already knew this. But when it when the normies start thinking about it and talking about it, that's when you know it's affecting them. When the normies start talking about it, because remember, we were censored over this, right? And that's you. We were censored, called all kind of bitter and hurt, called all kind of gays and incels, called all kind of names, called who hurt you. They gave us hell for the last 10 years. And here they are now. The normies are like, bleep, bleep, bleep. Uh, dating apps are dangerous to relationships. Bark. <laughs> Shout out to all the red pill content creators before I jumped on the mic. All right. Shout out to the Sandman and all of these guys, man. Listen, I, I don't, I, I, I stopped wanting to say names and then y'all start putting names in the chat. Then I'm going to have to censor you. <laughs> all right. But shout out to everybody. Bark. Dating apps are dangerous. Bark. Damn NPCs. Tom Likas, 
Don't name any content creators. Then I'm going to have to start shutting you off. All right. Last one. We'll talk about TikTok. All right. So anyway, what are we doing over here? Mark? <laughs> Mark? Social media is causing harm to young women and turning them into whores. Mark? <laughs> it's just crazy, bro. This is actually nuts. What are we doing over here? PayPal style. All right. KT, the oh, I already know what KT King dog them out. I don't even want to read your super chat. <sighs> KT King says, What did the Chargers say to the Raiders after the Chargers won yesterday? And that's you. Okay, this is bragging rights. It's a rivalry. Go ahead and hey, listen, Raiders never really beat San Diego in San Diego, so it's okay. We had fun. It was about 70% Raider fans there. We had fun. Did any Charger fans get beat up in the parking lot? I bet you they did. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Anyway. We'll, we'll, we'll get you again. Uh, anyway, shout out to who is this right here? Uh, Kamani E. We're going to call you Coach Adamas. You were right again. Dated a single mother. And her want for her kids kept expenses up beyond any logical reasoning he says then when i could no longer afford it she dipped all right about to break the lease in december and then she uh she can be broke and i will be up thanks for everything coach but give me two l's we'll give you two l's for that one we'll give you this one too he says men do not date single mothers all right so again we we preach these things for men especially men who don't have kids and you're only like you're a 30 32 35 and you're like coach but what do i do what do i do coach i mean all i have is single mothers available to me i live in memphis milwaukee in indiana gary i mean i only have do go to the junior college i'm telling you just go to the junior college again uh you write a blank check when you get into a relationship, especially in a marriage, you write a blank check to that woman. And then the incidental costs are going to be extremely high. Hey, I don't cost a thing. My love doesn't cost a thing. But you get in a relationship with me Well, my kids come first and my kids need this, my kid. And then they just tack on taxes on your ass. Tax, 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 tax. Sooner or later, it's $50 here, $80 to Dave and Buster's here, school shopping here, 700 bucks. You know, you're splitting it. You're trying to be the man of the house. You're like, oh, I, I could take care of you, baby. All right. And then the incidentals, again, relationships are the most expensive. Free women cost the most. Listen to me. Free women cost the most. The ones you pay for are the cheapest. Mm. It ain't even close. I've broken this down. But shout out to for people who, who realize this over time. And I want you guys to try to figure yourself out. I don't want you to be like, OK, I'm going to just do whatever coach says. Get some experience so you can see for yourself. Free women cost the most. They they always the it, see look the entry fee is always free or very small you're like oh, I can afford a couple of dates and then you get her and then the maintenance is what kills you we talk about this the maintenance is what gets you so be careful out there and and by the time you're done you basically lost the investment so you put all the money in to keep the relationship going you you keep it going you put all the maintenance in. And then um, you can't resell it. It's like a car. You put all the maintenance in the car and then you can resell it after a car. Even for a small fee, you can resell it. But you can't. They basically just walk away. They deplete you. You walk away with nothing. With zero. Especially with single, uh, single mothers, man. Zero. 
Free women cost the most. I made a video about this three years ago. Free women cost the most. Traditional women cost the most. Marriages is the most expensive investment in relationships for women. It's not even close. Anyway, Cali, West Miami. CGA was kicking facts on the secret, uh, uh, secret, or he called it secret, on a secret arrangement live stream, and that was Sunday morning. He says, 18-year-old Kaylee walks up to CGA being flirty and Karen watching in the corner, sipping her coffee. Him paper, he says, him papered up. Him a metaphile or a PDF file. He says, thanks. Um, thanks for taking time on your getaway to go live for the nasty boys and the free agents. Shout out to you. Yeah, if you didn't hear that story, a little, I mean, she early entry junior college came up, was giving me all of that at the hotel at the hotel diner. I mean, dude, there were people sitting around. She came right up to me. She was like, hello. She was like, hello. Can you take me to the fifth floor? Do you wonder if you... No, I'm just playing. Shout out to Kaylin Ferguson. Let's get on. What's up, coach? On December 8th, my Rams will play your Raiders at the SoFi Stadium. I'll be there unless we're out of the playoffs. This is one of the games I've been looking forward to the most. The stadium could be 50-50 between the fan bases. May the best team win. All right, so now I got to take shit from Rams fan. But yes, I will. I am scheduled to be there, but it's so late into the season. I could be fed up by that point. He also says, so women want to be sex slaves for men who will leave them after they pipe them down just once, but can't be a sex slave for the husband who is legally forced to stick around. And it is sad, guys. That is, guys, how many people get, how many people who can who can um who can deny that claim? We always talk about the bag of onions lady, right? I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Yeah, when it comes to relationships, women naturally want to feel like there is some sort of competition. Competition to get that guy. Once they get the guy, there's no more competition and she monopolizes the her, the leg. She monopolizes the peace leave. She monopolizes the access to sex. She's no longer going to be that enthusiastic about giving it to you. There's going to be some women that says, no, the sex gets better in romantic relationships. And it's true. But because she knows you're going to be there tomorrow, she can push it off to tomorrow. Now, uh, let's push it off to tomorrow. One more thing on this. One more thing on this. How many of you guys have gotten into a relationship, a cohabitation? And. Before you got into the relationship with her or before you moved in with her, you ain't never known her to really be on her period. You've never seen her sick. You've never seen her want to decompress. You've never seen her without makeup. You've never seen her without being dressed to the nines. Now, when you move in with her, this woman is going to have bubble guts. She's going to have diarrhea. She's going to have porkitis. She's going to have mental health breakdown. She's going to get sick. She's going to have a stuffy nose. She's going to be up there. Have She's going to have a, she gonna have a uh, ice pack on her head. She's going to have migraine headaches. Never without, never with makeup. Never got dressed. All right. Poop in the bathroom. And that's 20 days a month. That's 20 days out of 30 days. Tired after work. <laughs> You're like, what the hell? He's like, what the? She ain't showered. She with you all weekend. Last time you saw her shower was Friday morning. She ain't showered in all day, all day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. She didn't, she didn't sat around with that thing just a boiling. 
And then she want to throw you some leg after a minute. <laughs> hey, guys, that is going to be a trap. That one right there. Shout out to Ronald the King. He says, give my backers the buzzer. He says, F them Vikings and RIP to the Cowboys. Yeah, the, the Packers. I mean, there's a lot of people who laid an egg for sure this weekend. All right, let's go cash app. And check in with the Cash App. Appreciate y'all for being here and supporting the day show. We got a lot of brothers over there. Shout out to uh, Preston. He says, trust all women. <laughs> Maury says, you are not the father. Yep, trust them. And then all of a sudden, when you can't trust them, oh, she's one of the bad ones. And he says, I know my worth. Do you know when I ain't? He said, wait, I know my worth. Do you know when I ain't worth-ish? We have to say ish. All right, Counselor Lewis, finally get to catch you live, Coach. Hashtag work. All right, my man will be sniggling at work today. Malik Brandon, coach, hashtag boycott marriage is trending on Twitter. Again, another sign that the NPCs have woken up to the realities of the situation. They know something's going on, and a lot of people are waking up. It took the rise of other content creators to make this rise, and now a lot of people are figuring out, man, I'm getting a raw deal. All right. Shout out to XL Pro Services back in the building. Yes, indeed. Elijah Bryant says the commanders are going to the Super Bowl this year. No cap. Man, week one can do a real number on football fans. It's only week one. Y'all beat the Jaguars. Didn't y'all beat the Jaguars? Come on, man. We got to stop this cap. <laughs> we got to just chill the hell out. It's only week one. You don't even know if your quarterback is going to be around. Get, this is getting out of control. All right. <laughs> he said the commanders. All right. Shout out to my uh, Tay Tay Monte says, Coach, you see my Eagles at the Cowboys. I mean, all of these teams y'all naming going to be out by week four. All right. Y'all going to be out by week four. The Eagles going to be out. Stop. Commander, the whole NFC East is done. All right. Dallas was the only hope and they're done. All right. Anyway. <laughs> everybody going crazy all right anyway i love it though i love it all right where are we at the dictator says i'm ready to put 100 on the broncos versus the raiders let's see what the before we do that let's see what the broncos do tonight all right i want to see what they do against the sea hags all right it, you know what i mean i want to see what i want to see what russ is up to all right russ got that paper now so i, I want to see we're almost at the point where we're going to get to the first story let me check Venmo. we do have some demos all right, Albert Ingram, let's do three, and then we'll get out. All right, Al Albert Ingram, I have no respect for men who donate to female content creators in the Manosphere. I see women getting $2,000 total in donations per live stream, and you don't even get that. And I do two a day, and that's absolutely true. Men are weak, and women know this. It's supposed to be the Manosphere. All right, and I don't know who you're talking about specifically, but I know other content creators have touched on this, but the reality is men rarely support other men i mean we we do we have men that are doing it right i see men that are here supporting several male content creators and i applaud you for that thank you very much but but when it comes to a woman a woman says what we say and then they get a lot of money but i'm not watching their pockets i just know that these women are chameleons or they're they lack experience all right they lack experience which is not going to be good for you and then eventually once they get big enough then it is what it is i don't know Listen, I, I just, I'm not a hater of their content. I just say, don't trust them. All right. <laughs> I just don't say, don't trust them. Doesn't mean what they're saying at the time, they don't believe. Like they could believe it at the time. 
But just like Justin Timberlake, they can scramble their ass right back to the suburbs and they'd be sitting up there talking about what R&B music. <laughs> like, I didn't make no R&B music. I didn't pull off Janet Jackson's titty. All right, what you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? All right, and then at some particular point, they could be like, what you talking about, Willis? All right, last one. Uh, Travis Cook, he says, why don't you like convertibles? Cali is the land of convertible. Is it because you don't want your milk dud head glistening in the sun? All jokes love CGA. I don't like, oh, if you didn't see, I put my my uh, car collection. I put my car collection on the Notorious CGA channel. All right, somebody dropped the link. Just did a video. Um, I don't like convertibles because um, they're they're not, a, they, the wind and the dust be blowing in your face and all that shit. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan of convertibles. Not riding in one. All right, they look nice when you're not in it. When you're in it. <laughs> all right. Last one. No government name says, hey, coach, was wondering if you saw Lizzo on the homepage of Instacart, and they even have a section of all my favorite food items. Oh, man, we're done, man. Dude, dude, dude. Instagram. I mean, not Instagram, Lizzo. Lizzo is definitely a industry plan, according to, I think Chronicles of Judah talked about this. And Lizzo is definitely leading women into decay. She's cool and all. Look, let her be cool. Let her be all of that. She's a cool girl. I'm, I'm sure she would be. I would get tired of her hanging around her. I'm not. She's not my type. She's not my cup of tea. No, I wouldn't hit it. No, I would not hit that. All right. She too loud-mouthed to me. I don't like loud-mouthed women. I don't care what shape or size. When you're loud-mouthed, it is very unattractive to me. Not only loud-mouthed, big-mouthed. <laughs> I mean, but not only that, you're, you're gluttonous. She's gluttonous. Her literally her 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 page name is called Lizzo be eating. Did you guys know that her Instagram page is called Lizzo be eating and then she be eating like. Hostess Twinkie cakes with ham in the middle. I mean, gluttony. I mean, what's even I mean, that's got to be one of the worst examples of a of a person, not even a woman, not even a black woman, not even a young woman. This is the worst example of a human being to follow. It ain't even close. It's not even close. She is actually, oh, somebody says she's speaking facts. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, let's get into the first conversation here. Hey, uh, Gambia issues a warning to older women in the UK to leave them island bo boys alone. All right, leave them boys alone. Let's talk about tourism of the peace leave and the salami. Uh, the uh, the passport bros is getting wrecked. They catching wreck out here uh, about them being perverts. Shout out to Minister Jap about them being, um, you know, going elsewhere and going to find better black women. How dare you? How dare you do that? How dare you? But the reality is tourism for immoral purposes have always been a thing. It has always been a thing. It has been how we shaped ourselves. It has been how we have been able to learn other cultures. And we've been doing this for since forever. All right. It's nothing new. It's nothing new. But when men do it, they got to police it. All right, when men do it, obviously a group of men that are recently doing it now are men who recently discovered they can detach from the nipple of their mammy. Okay, so now these young boys are getting their passport, and I always keep some here. I got me and my children's passport here. Um, uh, these, these people now who have always put up with the queen, oh, my black queen, my black sister, these men have figured out they can get better treatment. And when I say better treatment, it is slightly better treatment. It's not that it is normal for most people to get this treatment. But of course, the treatment of black men have been so bad. They got to escape and they think they're getting royal treatment. 
know, this is this is normal treatment, by the way. But Western women, no matter what race they are, they're completely falling. And a woman's going to highlight that in this story. So um, here it is right here. Let's go over this. The Gambia, the Gambia It's not even the country of Gambia. It's the Gambia issues a warning to UK grandmothers, bro. Find island toy boys elsewhere. Holy moly. The Gambia has issued a warning to UK grandmothers. Let's make this larger. That's what she said. To find toy boys elsewhere. The West African country has been known in recent years as a sexed up for its sexed up reputation where older British women would typically go on holidays in search for young men. But Gambian officials are putting a stop to this industry having announced that they want to end the habit of people heading to the country with the sole aim of just sags. The director of the Gambia Tourism Board, whatever her name is or his name is, said, what we want is quality tourists. Mm. <laughs> so look, 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 this isn't just, this isn't just men. This isn't just American men. European women be going over over the Mediterranean, over into Africa since forever. It says tourists that come to enjoy the country and the culture, but not tourists that just come for sags. Camera is it Kamara? Kamara explains that the former British colony aimed to now move away from older female tourists in a bid to shift this reputation which was previously been dubbed as the real-life tender dream for geriatrics by some. Mm. So it's not all just perverted men here. It says right here. It says right here. Uh, the Smiling Coast gained independence in 1965 with sex tourism making an increase in the 1990s after Thomas Cook launched budget tours and cheap flights for the destinations. Young boys, workers, um, otherwise known by the locals as the Beach Boys, or as we say over here, the Island Boys, have long been spot wait have long been spotted escorting older women out of the clubs to spend the night together. Ladies, where y'all at? Ladies, where y'all at? Says right here. We'll go. We'll skip. Skip ahead. Oh, most Gambian men who do such work with older women in this way have reported been enticed into this industry by a lack of jobs, low wages in the countries, in their country, where they can instead earn 200 pounds just for one day's of work, which equals a month's salary. Wait, doesn't this sound familiar? Doesn't this sound like what they're accusing men of going over to do? This sounds exactly for men. By the way, American women do this too. All right, just so you know, American women do this too of all ages. They are said to search the white sand beaches for older women, beached whales, who hail from the Netherlands, Sweden, and Germany, as well as the UK. A few of the encounters are arranged online before the woman's arrival, with the workers collecting them from the airport. However, the tourism board in this country is hoping they can now attract high-end tourists, millennials, and those interested in the ecotourism. If you don't think this is real, all right, if you don't think this is real, let's review the film. Let's go to some footage. Let's go to some footage, okay? So, Passport Bros, this is this is the way you argue this right here. Let's go. The Beach Boys, Objects of Desire, Fair Use. Our highly trained analysts here at Vocative ignore nothing. 
Not even these intriguing vacation photos posted by some German women traveling to Africa. Uh. The pics raised questions. The answers turned out to be pretty black and white. Pretty black and white. These Uh-oh, there they are. There they are, the soggy, the soggy, sloppy yogurts. Hey, age 35 and up. Let's go on and get us some. Women are thousands of miles from home. There they are. They then came from the nether regions, Germany, Sweden, Austria, Belgium, the United Kingdom, Scotland, Scotland, Scotland Yard. All right, there they are. <laughs> Looking. Woo -hoo -hoo! Woo -hoo! Lord have mercy. That's an American brother's dream right there, Lord. Holy mackerel, man. Good night, Irene. To get laid. Wait a minute. They, she said what? Start to be pretty black and white. These women are thousands of miles from home looking to get laid. And if they're lucky, maybe even love. Love? Love? Are you serious? That's not, so when the passport bros go over there, like, I'm looking for love, all right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're looking for some peace and leave. All right, that's what I love. But, but look, but look, they there. Look at the brother right here. He looking like, yum, yum. He's like, yummy, yummy. Here it is right here. We travel here in search of the Moran's. Oh, there go another one. She from the junior college. She's like pot belly. Her whole posture is all bad. Legendary lovemaking powers. Oh, their sexual prowess. Them brothers. Hey man, turn this music. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He telling. He telling the white women love to come and get this. The white women love. <laughs> they are very attractive. Damn. Good lord. This is what y'all be out here pounding out. Mm. Pulse Nut Clarity got to be real, fam. Oh, man. Granny, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. So when these boys, these passport boys go over there and y'all shaming them, just know <laughs> this ain't the only one. When them old white men go to Thailand, they not the only one. Good night. Very nice. Many of them. He said it's easier for a warrior to get a white woman. It's natural. It's natural. Oh. Some of y'all brothers be doing them for free over here in America. Look, they done invaded the whole beach, bro. Every white woman would love to have sex with the Moran. They say that they know how to have sex and they know how to handle women. Women want to be handled. And here you go right here. Another 40 plus soggy. Look at who she got walking hand in hand with one of the island brothers. Hey, man, this is nothing new, man. And they've been coming and coming and coming. Woo, soggy. Coming. The warriors all live together in a kind of fraternity house a few miles from the beach. And every morning they go looking for love in all the right places. They headed right to the beach. They like, hey, we wake up in the morning. We go find new white women. The soggy variety and a couple of junior college nerdy chicks. There's some white women over there, he said. Where the white women at? There go some white women down over there. 
Let's go get some. As I'm moving my side, they are coming in the Ooh. hole to find the Muzungu. Oh, there you go, man. Look, boy, they shameless about it too, bro. They shameless about it. Look, that's somebody grandmama, bro. And look at his brother. He like, man, I'm about to have me some. <laughs> Even though say I'm a prostitute. No, he's a man. He's a man. See, see, I don't know if you can't understand her. What she said was people would normally say that's a prostitute, right? And then the women are saying, no, that's a man. I'm going to fall in love with him. I'm going to see they're doing the same thing. Uh, they're not acknowledging what they're doing. But he's looking for who I don't yeah. Oh, like her teeth falling out. Damn, her teeth falling but out. Never even say so. They think that having white women is having wealth, but the 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 white women also are chasing for love. Looking for love, stop. Tender and care. Love, tender and care. All right, hold on for a second. We got another version of it. Okay, so this woman been doing this for 50, 11 years. Watch. But also, that was also from the beginning. Look, she got this pictures. German woman asked that we not reveal. Look, she been here for 50, 11 years, bro. Coming back, coming back, coming back, coming back. Right when she was married and all of that. Now she 40, 50, 11 years in and she's still back. Her name. She moved to Mombasa full time in the Ooh. early 19. Oh, brother. I guess. I guess you got to do it for money. You know what I mean? 90s and took a local warrior into her home and her bed. Ooh, he like. I don't love hoes. I'm sharing them. I ain't loving them. Oh, handcuffing them. Cause baby, I'm pimping you. Love hoes. You chasing them. But you replacing them. <laughs> For a time, she was happy. It was a very good time. He was helping me. He was busy. He was, he was she was cooking. happy. He was very good. That's right. One of these tribal warriors was cooking and cleaning around her house. I really was falling in love with him. Oh, Who Lord. But to paraphrase Chris Rock, no matter how attractive the African warrior, somewhere there's a white woman sick of having sex with him. Do you make what? that, 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 finish a, a shower? Look. <laughs> Look. Oh, man, almighty. Whose wives are these, bro? This is somebody's wives. They out here shamelessly. Look at her soggy. Oh, goodness. And then she mad. Look at this woman. She mad. They just smash, 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 get in the shower and go get another white woman. They they mad. Just like the passport bros. Soon as you start banging them girls out that y'all traveling for and you come back to the States, they're going to be banging somebody else. She mad. Finish a, a shower and then it's finished. Uh, oh. What's this? What What's that? She acted like she don't know. What's this? Yeah, ma'am. You paid me for this hour. Well, no, I ain't going to be here. Look, I charge by the hour. She mad. She mad. <laughs> Dissatisfied white women aren't the only hazard facing the Moran. Uh-oh. Like their ancestors. Oh, wait. Even the older brothers got them a big old soggy. Oh. What is going on, bro? Oh, my goodness. Some of y'all in America doing this for absolutely free. You're doing this for a damn Pop-Tart and some scrambled eggs. All right, continuing. They are now in a battle with a potentially career-killing foe. Uh-oh. All right, so he's saying basically he had him a girl, and then he had a white girl. Look, look, they're going young one, though, right there. What? This one right here. Look. 
He's just the happiest Lord. Look at all them white teeth. He's just a smiling. And look, she ain't that bad looking, but she over there. That's somebody's wife for sure. That's somebody's future wife for sure. She going backpack pack it through Europe. It's a business here. And as with any business, there is competition. Competition? Uh-oh, them brothers like, we got to go ahead and perform. Uh-oh, they pulling out all the stops. Local gangs of rusters, also called beach boys, used to just sell beads and boat rides. Uh -uh. Now they're offering rides on their beach. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. The re hey, the real ninjas showed up. The real ninjas, the roster showed up. They was like, bruh, we going to show Hey, get them damn warriors out of here. Get them damn warriors out of here, bro. We're going to show you how to dance, break dance, tie beads, boat rides. You just got Ninja Warrior stuff on. Man, we going to go out here and show these soggy. All right. Let me just let me stop. All right. Yo, if, if that ain't enough, if that ain't enough, let's go ahead and talk about Jamaica. Crazy people come down here in Jamaica. Like, for instance, from America, from all these places, yeah? A girl would come down here, 4 o'clock. For instance, in Manchika Bay, she reached in the grill five o'clock, five thirty, six o'clock, roughly. Uh -huh. Yeah, and then seven o'clock on the beach, she will be giving a blow job. You know, a day after she will be fucking another man. Oh, and she probably come down here for two weeks. Uh oh, and for two weeks, one girl leave to visit Jamaica, and she will be fucking five men. Oh, they give it away. All right, so people got heat for the island. Uh, not the island boys. People got heat with the passport bros, but they've been doing it before you. They've been doing this before you. Again, a lot of things that women do, once men start doing it, they start telling you you're bad, but they don't call it their behavior. They don't mention when they did it. For instance, and let me give you a for instance on this one. All right, and I, women are like, I had never done anything like this. Let me give you a for instance. For instance. When men date younger women when they're older, younger, I mean, older women will be like, you guys are metaphiles. You guys are taking advantage of these women. But then you will go back in their history. And at some point they dated an older man. And you're like, wait a minute. You dated older guys. Didn't you? You'll have a history. They'll say, well, I dated an older, older guy. It didn't work. Why didn't it work? Well, he did this and he did that. And he didn't do that. Okay. But it didn't work for him. It obviously worked out for him. He got what he wanted. So it worked. Now these older women start looking at uh, older men dating younger women. Oh, that's reprehensible. And then you find out they dated older men their entire life, even if slightly older, slightly older. So with that being said, this is the hypocrisy of it. And they're telling you what's up. Here it is right here. Um, let me see here. Let me make this larger. That's what she said. Hold on for a second. Here we go. So now you tell me. Jamaica, one of the poorest countries in the Caribbean. Fair use. All right. A poor country. I know a lot of passport bros get shamed. Uh, poor. You're dating those women for poor countries. Women be doing it too. Okay. Continue. Welcomed 1.4 million tourists last year. There you go right there. Oh, I just sat on the beach and I went kite surfing and I got a tan and it was so sunny and I ate food and uh, uh, yeah, I ate plantain and smoked some weed and oh, what about this? What about that? Did you do any of that? Huh? Yeah. Women who are considered Ooh too Damn. Yikes. Hold up. Fat. 
too old or too ugly to pull young, fit sexual partners in. Yeah, we're all we're just gonna go here. Uh huh. Yeah. In Chicago or Hamburg are also considered to be too fat, too old, or too ugly in Barcelona or Honolulu. So they're like, these girls are too fat to pull men, wealthy men, or men that are somewhat average. But when they come to Jamaica, they not too fat, they not too ugly. Travel between and within affluent countries does not reposition the citizen on economic, gendered, or race hierarchies of power. But travel to Jamaica or other poor and indebted nations does. Karen, an English woman from Devon, hometown of Captain Hawkins. Karen is her name. Karen. And this the brother that was just spitting. He was just spitting that, hey, she'll be here for two weeks and be with five dudes and go back to you and then make you pay for dates on Tinder. Okay. After she then got smashed by five island boys. All right. Karen. Her name is Karen. She's well in her 40s going into her 50s. Karen, an English woman from Devon, hometown of Captain Hawkins, the pioneer of the British slave trade, was unambiguous about why she traveled at least three times a year to Jamaica. Three times per year. Three times per year. Let's make this larger. Hold up for a second. My bad. Three times per year. <laughs> I'm not naive. I've been around the block. I come for sex. Of course, the sun, but mostly the sex. <laughs> Look how she looking under her glasses. Um, I come for mostly sun. Yeah, I come for the sun, but mostly to get pounded out. Now, this is the woman that's going to make you pay for dates on Tinder. Yikes. She definitely on the dark And listen, I ain't mad at her. She definitely on the dark side. <laughs> But this is why you have to worry about when they come back to you, okay, and make you do the whole tap dance because she's a local. She's in your town, so she can't be out here acting like this. Oh, I got a trip to Jamaica coming up. I can't wait. When she goes out there, pound it. Even the working class budget tourists from Europe, Canada, or the USA is in a position to spend about as much on a package holiday in the Caribbean as many locals will earn in a year. Okay, so I actually brought that point up. Uh, the same thing as Dominican Republic. When you go there, what you're spending on your vacation is what they make in a year. Okay, so that's why it's a significant advantage for people who do this. Oh, you think it's over? Oh, no, 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 no. I got one more video to share for you. All right, let's talk about this. This is a video of them. Um, this is a video of, of Western women that live in Thailand or actually are touring in Thailand, and they notice the Western men. Now, now we're going to flip roles. Now we're going to talk about the Western men in Thailand and what the women are thinking about it. Listen to, these, listen to these hypocrites. All right, hold on for a second. Listen to these hypocrites. Every year looking for romance with Thai women. Um, I think it's kind of a bit of a weird idea, really. Uh, a weird idea. Really? Um, I think it's a bit strange when you go into all the bars and you see these, like, you see these really old Western men and they're all these beautiful Thai women kind of, like, fawning all over them. And, like, to me, it just, I don't know, it just doesn't seem right. <sighs> you see this? Oh, it just doesn't seem right. And she's from a European country where she knows her granny. And her and her girls have been to the grill. Her and her girls have been in the grill when they was in college and high school. They've been to Aruba. They went on their senior trip to Aruba. 
They went to the grill. They went to Jamaica. And her granny been in Jamaica. She knows the secret. But now it's weird. Why? Because she's competing. Yeah. She's in a competition. And she's like, this ain't fair. She's like this. She's like, I'm not happy. Hey, this ain't fair. <laughs> Hypocrites. Really? But I think it's something that seems to have gone on for a long time. And exactly. I've heard of men coming here. They come here just for that particular reason. Shame on you. How dare yes, you? Yes, it's been going on for a long time. Just to go to bars and pick up women. And then you hear about like internet brides as well. Like some men buying, you know, women off the internet and things like that. And it just, to me, it just seems like a really strange idea. And you, so in general, isn't this Now this tall woman right here is going to speak some truth. All right, she's going to speak some truth into this, and I believe she's from Europe as well. There's not just like a, a sex-pack culture. Sorry for the volume. There's also this big culture of Western men moving, Western men or foreign men moving to Thailand to date, to get wives, etc. And as a Western woman, what's your opinion on this? Is it normal? Is it not your problem? Is it, what's it like being a Western woman in Thailand? Well, for me, it was that I started noticing actually the differences between uh, the Asian women and the Western women. And I actually, I started to like compare both of them. And um, why would that be that uh, the Western men are going to Thailand too? So at least she's trying to put some thought into it. And this is typical of European women, mostly of them, most of them. And then not only that, they're exceptionally plain. They don't do the excessive makeup job. You do have some that do that, but they tend to temper down all the clown makeup and, and all the big hair. They'll do it, but it's it's even when they do it, it's actually muted compared to the American woman. Um, well, what I decided is that it's uh, the women in Western world, they are so pushing for their rights and the manly woman. That they forgot forget to be uh, women uh -oh. anymore, and uh, it's like some of the Western men when arriving to Asia, they find that there is still the uh, calmness in women, something more feminine uh, than back home. Uh oh! So she hit her with the soft girl error. So um, at this point, she's actually spitting truth. She was like, "Hey, I did a comparison. I did a comparison, and look at her. She's with her martial outfit. She's going to work. She thinks she's important, pushing for her rights." All right. And all of these things. And then the Thai women are actually pandering to men using femininity. And she says, OK, look, ladies, you can be mad that the men are going over there for that. But that's what men want. Again, I think this has been a lost art in terms of what women have been providing in America and mostly black women. But a lot of women are falling for this. They're pushing for we don't care what you want. We're going to give you this and you're going to like it. And most men just go, OK. <laughs> right like eddie murphy said okay all right i'll take what i can get but then there are some men that, that that have been pushing back no 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 i don't care what you do all right for instance when people keep saying your eyelashes look ridiculous weave wig i mean there's so many examples of people men are saying this too much makeup oh you're getting too big too fat like no matter what men ask for it is pushed back on no you can't do this and you better accept us and then they get bigger and bigger and bigger the minute you accept it they get bigger and bigger and bigger, bigger to the point where you have a such a disgusting fetish that you can't even be with a normal sized woman sexually in bed. You wouldn't even be able to perform. You don't even because you're so used to having big women. You would get with a smaller woman. You'd be like, nah, that's too small, man. And then I'm like, what are you talking too small? That that's an average woman. That woman ain't even small. She's average. You're used to women being so damn big. 
that you can't even perform, and that's because we've accepted it. Okay, all right, okay, oh yeah, you think, oh, oh yeah, slim thick. Uh, then all of a sudden she shows up like Lizzo. Um, let's see if she has some more spit for us, and then we'll move on to the next subject. Uh, go ahead and spit. Where is she at? Where are you at? All right, go ahead and spit some more. This woman's interviewing and don't even put the mic back over to her mouth. What the hell? You can't even hear your question. I, I do think that it's possible to resolve this, but it's not on a uh, law or reason level, but it's more on the uh, spiritual heart level, something something more like that. that uh, of course, it's very nice that you are a businesswoman and uh, the business sharp, but maybe you should think about also the feminine part of yourself. In, um, how, how you act, how do you um, think about family values or something more like that. All right, so she went ahead and hit hit feminism over the head and was like, hey, it's nice that y'all have a job. You could be a pit bull, a business shark, a lawyer, doctor. But at the end of the day, we're men. Uh, they're men and we're women. All right. That's what matters. You can't change the narrative. And when you kind of push, push, push to change it and the guys go over to another place where the women have to be more feminine because of the economics and the natural uh, setting, you can't be mad because you were the ones that changed. They didn't. Let's see what these big old women about to talk about. I think uh, it's not very fair on the woman. Uh, what? It's not, <laughs> it's not very fair. Look at you. You done chopped your hair off. You're overweight, you're out of shape, you got a beer belly, and you're sweating. Shout out to Rick Rude. What are you talking about? It ain't fair. She's like this. I'm not happy. <laughs> you look like a Karen. It's not fair. She said, It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. How do you um, think about family values or? Something All right. like that. Get up. I think uh, it's not very fair on the woman, uh, for starters, that first of all, it's degrading for them. But on top of that, degrading. financially, they're not paying enough. Whenever you convert it back into our money, they're not paying them enough money, you know, for what them women have to do for them to support themselves and potentially a family because some of them are single mothers and things That's like true. that there. And personally, I don't think it's a good career choice for them. Woman, I think it's very unfair on them, and I think it's it's not a good thing at all. I think Western men should be more supportive of not taking part in it, to be honest. So so they're going to bring their spoiled-ass behavior. Girl, you could be making this much, right? And then they're going to raise the price so high that you actually raise the price and put yourself out of the market. That's what American women have done. They've, they've raised the price so high that they put themselves out of the marketplace. And guys are going to say, well, I'm not paying all that. But they're going to go over to Thailand and be like, girl, you could be making make, make it way more, but y'all the ones losing. You're the one overweight and single. You're the one out here divorced two and three times. You're the one out there going to the island boys. All right, continuing. Putting their money into different different places. Different. You know, a lot of these yeah. women don't have the choice, I think. Yeah, a lot of them don't have the choice. They can't afford they to, afford to do, do any other form. okay but what are you doing with them saggy ass titty all pushed up and double up anyway let me stop more they can't yeah. afford it and i mean on top of that the western men just take advantage of it they just take, take advantage, advantage of the fact that these women are poor and don't have a poor. lot of money and will take pretty much nothing okay but what were the european women doing 
What were the European women doing? For what they have to do. And I think it's very unfair. Yeah. Whenever you converted. She tried to rub her hand through her hands. All right. Uh, uh, through her hair. She tried to rub her hand through her hairs and then there wasn't no hair in there. All right. She tried to adjust her hair. Whenever you convert it into our currency, it's nothing. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Thank you. I think the Western men coming to Thailand to find love. Um, in a way, it's kind of desperate. In a way, they're happier than they're happy. There's two ways. But then it's bad that the Thai women kind of. It's bad because the Thai women are all going for their money. Thai okay. <laughs> the Thai women are all going for their money. What do you do when you date? What do you do when you get married? You listen. The nature dynamic of men and women. I don't care how you phrase it. Women go for the resources. Men go for the sex. That's what it is. It's access to her, access to his resources. You can tell this woman have been sold herself into junior college for a couple of times. Now she's trying to say that these men are doing it and they're, the women are doing it for the money. What do you do? What do you date for? What are you talking about? When a man has to pay for the dinner, that what do you? This is getting crazy. This is getting crazy. That's my perspective is that all the time women are only going with them because they got their money. Women are only going with them because of the money. What do you do when you date? I mean, listen, most there's many women that don't date like this. All right. But there are a lot of women that date like this. He got to have stability. It'd be nice if he have a car, a good job, a white collar job, uh, however much money, 80K, 100K, 200K, whatever it is in their mind. That's what they go for. That's what they mate select for. And here she is over here going, that's not fair. This is absolutely insane. And the stability. And the stability. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they throw themselves on the Western men. And just because the Western men need love. But it's sad that they have to come here for it. It's sad that they have to come here for it. What about the European women, right? What do you think it says about men in our society? They're slightly desperate. <laughs> They're slightly desperate. Okay, so when you turn 40, we're going to see the tables turn. All right, so the men are desperate. All right, but what are you doing out here when you're dating? That's not desperation. You're doing the exact same thing. Not only that, you throw yourself at the men you want, and you throw yourself at the rich guys, and now it's all funny. It's all funny games, right? <laughs> not bad. Yeah. Last one. Men. <laughs> Fair use. Western men traveling over to Thailand. This woman... Put the microphone on you. Good Lord. Um, I think it's sad, and I think that they're really missing out on oh, what? the relationship they could have with their wife. If they <laughs> It's sad. They're missing out on the relationship they could have with their wife. And this is the wife right here. This is the wife. This is the wife right here. Hold up. Hold up for a second. I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Missing out on this. She's like, you're missing out on all this. All what? <laughs> oh, you can have a wonderful wife like me. Really focused on that. And also, I feel bad for the Thai women who are getting taken advantage of in this way because they, too, could find a lot of happiness in having a relationship that goes beyond um, even sex. And it goes beyond um, how pretty you are because once you get old, you don't look the same. No, you, you don't look the same. Yeah, you don't look the same. All right. 
but if you've spent a lot of years with your husband and really investing in one person your whole life, then you would have a, a, a greater overall reward, a long life friendship, and um, that can't be, you can't uh, trade that for anything. It's worth a lot. So I feel bad in that way. <laughs> Thank you so much for sadly more on the men or on the women involved or both. Um I'd say it probably reflects worse on the men, but I oh. think I think entire society because women are more kind of subservient and I think they look to Western men to be like a symbol of like affluence or richness. So when they see a Western man, you know, they think of the money and the security and everything. <sighs> ladies. Ladies, ladies, ladies. This we got to have an honest conversation about this before we move on. Ladies, how in the world do they see what they're doing different than what the Thai women are doing? How in the world do you see what you're doing as different? What you've done has raised the you raised the price to the point where the guys are like, nah, that's okay. And then when they get with the woman, this woman, this Becky right here, then she does what? Restrict access to sex. Put you on the law contract, divorce you, divorce you, half divorce you. Like they literally don't see the difference between what they're doing. Oh, they're they they the guys are desperate and sad, and they're running to these feminine women when they can have a strong, powerful, independent like woman like myself. That it's basically going to do the exact same thing: go after the resources, go after this um structure, go after the support. I, I don't get it. I don't get how they don't see what that they're doing is different. Again, I, I see what they're doing is all the same. This is why I say all relationships are transactional, especially in America. All right, let's get to these super chats. This is absolutely insane. It's insanity to me. Maybe to you guys, maybe the normies are. The normies are going, no, coach, is absolutely different. You could have a lifelong partner. Like <laughs> a lifelong partner does not is not the sell point. And you can have somebody you can navigate this life and enjoy and drag around and you're going to get older. No, you're going to get older. You're going to get older faster than I. Moose Hepner says, coach, I'm from Denver. It's Denver Broncos foe life. All right, we'll see. After the tonight, you're going to be singing a different story. Shout out to Jim Status, Get Fit, Get Money, and Don't Be a Weenie. CGA equals the GOAT. Thank you, sir. Ian is in the building. Thank you for being here. Stay rich. Number one stunner, what, 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 says these 304s are worthless and most, most are now 304s. We're going to show you that when we get to the last story, yes. And the the point where you get to, the, to them understanding, because women are like, I'm not a 304. Okay. Well, when the subject matter of body count comes up and you say, well, it's not important, that's, that's admitting to be a 304. By the way, my chocolate uh, skin is glistening, right? What's going on? Is my air conditioning on? Get the air conditioning going. Shout out to Pindar. Good morning, CGA. Happy Monday in the building. I got money. Happy money and money day. Go get your money and go get your paper out here. And go follow the notorious CGA. Uh, where are we at here? We got... Did I get Mr. King in the building? Wait a minute. What? Hold on for a second. Did I get an invoice or a payment? Oh, I was like, what is that? They sent me money to my PayPal during the stream. I was like, somebody super duper sponsored the show. <laughs> I was like, you should have seen this payment I got in. I'm like, what? 
All right, I don't know which one it's from because, um, you know, multiple streams. But I'm broke, by the way. Multiple streams of income. I was like, somebody dropped a wallet. I'll turn over the show to you by what was just dropped over here. <laughs> hey. I got money. Where are we at? Good Lord. Shout out to, I was like, either that's an invoice or what? Shout out to Deadly Eddie. Eddie. All right. Soggy women can pay for play just like men, but there's no pay for security or provision, which is what they need. So that's where they lose on that one. And that's why they try to play the love game. Well, now it's about love. Don't turn this into what it isn't. All right. Shout out to Neil Armstrong in the building. He says a month ago, I was in Montego Bay, Jamaica. And I was amazed because every five minutes, there was a Southwest Airlines or American Airlines plane flying in. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have known they came with the intent to have sags. He says, Isla boys are getting their bag and running. Yes, indeed. Gotta get my bag and run. Shout out to the coach gang from Jamaica. Shout out to Jamaica. I need to work on my Jamaican accent. Bummer clock. All right. And all of that stuff. Shout out to everybody over there. All right. Who else? Oh, we got, uh, we got him. He says, by the way, these are the same women that will come here and claim that the Island boys great them. I now realize that they were drunk and regretted afterwards. Absolutely. Absolutely. And of course the Island boys, y'all going to get thrown in because they don't want to ruin the tourism. So they'll put y'all ass in jail. All right. And, uh, for some reason I got logged out of Venmo. But, yeah, they'll put your ass in jail and keep it under wraps, and they'll give the woman what she wants. Uh, drunk women are not to be played with. This is why men that tell you to go out to where drunk women cavort, they're dumbasses, all right? In this culture, those are the worst women to have relationships with down the line. And I see I got signed out of Venmo. All right, they not having it. All right, hold on for a second. Uh, let's see here. I might have to go through the phone because young, uh, especially young drunk women, you're caught us in the bad state. They're having an issue over on Venmo. What's going on here? Venmo having an issue. Sorry about that. Venmo was down. No, I can't even log in over my phone. So Venmo's down. Apologies for everybody that donated on Venmo. It, it's down on my phone and over here. So uh, let's go ahead and go to the next subject matter. We'll come back in here. Uh, let's play this clip. It says right here, Coach Radamus and the Manosphere strikes again. Thank you for all the Manosphere content creators or men in this space, men, men's rights issues, guys, everybody. Um, here's a guy right here is going to talk about the disastrous consequences of long-term dating apps and how hypergamy, hypergamy plays a role in this. So this is from the normies. All right. This was shared by Leo K over on the um, coachgregadams.locals.com. All right. Running. Where you guys can share information with other coach gang members. So here's Bill Maher, who is a somewhat of a liberal NPC. All right. I love Bill Maher. Actually, if you ever seen the movie, if you ever seen the movie, um, oh gosh, uh, Religious, I think that was a good movie. Uh, but he's a flip-flopper sometimes. But I don't know. He, maybe he's moderate. I, I'm not really sure how to describe him. Sometimes he's super-duper liberal. Sometimes he goes back and agrees with conservatives. I, I don't know. what something. Maybe he's a man of his own. He's actually fair. I guess you would say it's fair, right? So some people get happy with where he goes, and then some people get mad when he flip-flops. I guess he's right down the middle. He, he would be like me. I guess you could just call it out as I see it. But um, he brings on an NPC right here. I don't know who this guy is, but we'll acknowledge them when we see their name. Since in the world have one thing in common. 
and that is they have too many lonely, broke, and alone men. It's right. the most dangerous person in the world. Okay, so he's going in the avenue of lonely, broke men. All right, so, but he'll clean it back, and he's going to talk about why men are particularly going to be in trouble in the future, and what's the result of it. Let's see here where he goes. Someone Rusty wasn't attacked because of the fatwa. He was attacked because a guy was living in his mother's basement. We okay, have so... We have a crisis among young men, and it starts at a young age. Young men are twice as likely on a behavior-adjusted basis to be suspended. Seven in ten high school valedictorians are women. For every one female, for every two female graduates from college in the next five years, you only have one. The scariest stat, walking down the avenue that is America, only one in three men under the age of 30 have had sex in the last year. Okay, so listen. He's kind of saying these men are dangerous. I mean, he's he's making some points here. So he talked about the the men are dropping out of college. Um, he he mentioned the virginity rate of young men. All right, these are all things that we tout and and talk about as issues. He talked about um, he talked about the 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 valedictorian women valedictorian. I think that's a little misled because a lot of schools are pushing for women representation. And they push away the men. There's a lot of men who probably could be the valedictorian or somewhere of a tie, and they gave it to the woman. So that's typically what's happening here. It's not because men aren't performing well. If you look at any other measurement of SAT, GPA, men outdo women on all fronts. Not all men, but when you look at the top tier crust of men on the SAT, the ACT, the GPA, grades, men at the top outperform the top women. It's not even close. It's not even close. But then when you look at the middle, even the middle area, men dominate the middle area, the C's and the B minuses in the C's. They dominate that too. I actually did an entire stream on that one. But this guy, look at this guy's face. But let's see what he attributes this to. You hear sex and your brain fires. But the bottom line is, it's a key step to the elemental foundation of any society, and that is relationships. Men, oh, fair men use. aren't attaching to work. They aren't attaching to women. They aren't attaching to schools. We are producing too many of the most dangerous person in society. Okay, okay, okay. All right, let me stop right there. Fair use. I'm probably going to get a copyright notification of this one. Hey, um, he acknowledged all of the truths. He acknowledged all of the truths that we acknowledge. Now, what is he going to blame it on? Because... We got to find a reason why everything has a every everything has a side effect. All right. Just like I tell you about mental illness, depression, stress, anxiety is a, as a symptom. These are symptoms that he just uh, just described. Now, what is the problem? What is the cause? This is what we always have to attribute it to. What do we do? Where do we send men for information? What do we do? Who's the cause? Let's go ahead and see if Bill Mark can clean this up. And we are losing out on a key we're not going to have kids. We're yeah. not going to have a productive so society. Yes. We're have more violence. Okay. These are all things. Listen, these are all things that we, that we talk about. These are symptoms. And we also know what the cause and effect relationship is. Relationships are dying. Dating is dying. Western women have raised their, their own price on each other. Not only that, Western women have lower virginity rates than young men. Women cheat more in relationships. We already discussed that and showed you, showed you the statistics. Not only that, women are out here having more sexual partners than men. I mean, these are all things he's acknowledged. Now, now what? Now, a young man between the ages of 20 and 28 would be working towards having a family. But now women are going, I'm going to push that off to late 20s, early 30s. What does the guy do? 
This is going to be a problem our society has to do. There's going to be less kids. Yes, the birth rate's declining. There's going to be less relationships. We already see that. There's going to be less marriage. We already see that. There's going to be less family. We see that. What, those are symptoms. What's the cause? <laughs> what is the cause? Continuing. And also, we're going to have a society that does not value yeah. uh, young men. And they do not. Okay. Young men are different. They develop later. And by the way, if you're a young man, this work from home thing is a disaster. They need young men. Young men need... Young men need guardrails. They need to know how to read a room. They need to put on a clean shirt. They know not to get high or drink too much during the week and then get into the office the next day. We have a crisis among young men. It yes. Yes, yes. We, we have a crisis. I, I'm going to say we've been touting this crisis. We've been saying that this is going to be a crisis. What's the cause? What is the cause? Bruh, <laughs> that's what we need to know. You're blaming on us, sound like, but what is the cause? Let's see if we can get there. It is, it is, it is, it is one of the most, in my view, one of the most dangerous things in our society. And where do you put the phone? There you go. See, mm. <laughs> Bill Maher says, yo, so that's all nice and dandy, but what is the cause? All right. Where do you put the phone? Where do you put? Come on. You said all of this bullshit. This is for a reason. What is it in this equation? Because I put it high up because. Thank yep. You. yep. Because Bill Maher trying to get to the reason. I was reading recently a Tinder two to one male to female. Oh, what? No, I'm just a startling statistic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but why is it startling? I mean, it sounds like a great idea. Oh, I can just order women like I do a pizza on my phone. I think I'll have the Kelly today, except. <laughs> Except when you when you go on it, it weeds out the people who aren't the best looking. I think because it, you know it used to be go to a bar. Okay, maybe it was potluck, but yeah. you have to be able to learn to 100%. talk to a woman. You, you they, they, I don't think they had to talk to a woman anymore. Still, kind of um, blaming it on the men. All right, but why are men in crisis? At least he's trying to ask. They're still, but men don't know how to talk to women. All right, okay, okay, continuing because it's just on the phone. It's just like, what's up. <laughs> So this is on the level of emotional language, right? As the black female therapist was saying, and Greg Matos was saying, all right, men don't know how to talk because the women are making themselves available online. Continuing. You know, what's up and <laughs> send a picture of your penis. Like that's going to work. Sometimes. So you, sometimes, sometimes. You, you ask about the phone. Simply put, it's a disaster. Whenever technology comes into an industry, it consolidates it. Mating has been consolidated in the worst way. 50 men on Tinder, 50 women. 46 of the women show all of their attention to just four men, leaving 46 men pursuing just four women. If, if mating was a country, it would be more unequal than Venezuela. Okay, so now we're identifying a cause. Okay, the cause was initially men don't know how to talk to women. However, when they start really breaking it down and going what's happening on the dating apps, now he's going to start calling to the cause. Continuing. Like that's going to work. Sometimes. So you. Sometimes. You, you ask about the phone. Simply put, it's a disaster. Whenever technology comes into an industry, it consolidates it. Mating has been consolidated in the worst way. 50 men on Tinder, 50 women. 46 of the women show all of their attention to just four men, leaving 46 men 
pursuing just four women. It so that did that have anything to do with hay and sending salami pictures? Most men on dating apps get nothing right. Okay. Most, I'm sorry, didn't get no matches. Most men on Tinder or dating apps get no matches. They get no action. The remaining men get action from sloppy yogurt, leftover women, as we would call it here. Some men figure it out and they stop trying. Some men go, okay, I'll just bang these sloppy women. There's a small percentage of men that get access to the remaining top tier women. And there's only a small percentage of them continuing. If, if mating was a country, it would be more unequal than Venezuela. We have huge mating inequality. And here's the problem. When people don't get together and there's no pheromones and there's no vibe, women, and we don't like to say this on the left, primarily try and make very quick assumptions about this individual's ability to garner resources in the future. Okay, dude. Okay, see, they were simping at first, but now they're coming back to the women. Now they're coming back and saying, hey, uh, the women are all going to a small percentage of men and they're all getting ran through by a small percentage of men. And then he says, like the previous point, the women are going quickly. How how well can this man provide for me? Back to the resources, back to the money. I got money. It goes back to the money. Remember, those women were saying those poor Thai women, but then they're coming over here and swiping going, can he provide? Can he provide? Can he provide? He can't provide. He can't provide. He can't provide. And they're judging that quickly off dating apps. And now he's getting to it. There's relationship. There's real mating inequality. So then you say, why are the men acting like this? Why are they can't speak? Why they can't um, provide? Why they can't talk to women? And then now he's going back to root causes. Now he's trying to tell you what the reason is. And he's he glitched. He snapped. He snapped out of his damn blue pill programming to blame men. And he came back to what the real problem is. Continuing. Let me go ahead and. Play that again in case you missed it. The mating inequality. So it's not just the men's fault. A disaster. Whenever technology comes into an industry, it consolidates it. Mating has been consolidated in the worst way. 50 men on Tinder, 50 women. 46 of the women show all of their attention to just four men, leaving 46 men pursuing just four women. If, mm. if mating was a country, it would be more unequal than Venezuela. We have huge mating inequality. And here's the problem. When people don't get together and there's no pheromones and there's no vibe, women, and we don't like to say this on the left. See, he trying to, well, well, you see, he shuffled a little bit and he was going to go in on the women like he went in on the men and he had to preference it. Oh, let me tell y'all, we don't like to really tell y'all this because as soon as you say it, as soon as you say it, they're going to go rain down on your head. So he had to literally say, well, you know, right before he said it, but now he has to come out with the real reason continuing primarily try and make very quick assumptions about this individual's ability to garner resources in the future wow so what you have is this concentration of interest and you're ending up with porsche polygamy where 10 percent of the men get 90 percent of the attention which does not lead to good behavior or form long-term relationships e-commerce was disastrous for retail social media was disastrous for everybody online dating is disastrous for mating and for men it's terrible <laughs> Okay, wait, 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 wait. I got to play that again. He was blaming men earlier and then had to come back and say, well, ladies, you have to take some responsibility too. And then had to come back and say, there's a 90-10 rule going on and you guys are out for money and you're not going to find your happiness. And then you're they're basically saying, well, I'm going to just hold out until I find a rich guy. My man is out there. My Boaz is out there. And then... 
and then leaving these men out here. So he blamed the women. Continue. Women, and we don't like to say this on the left, primarily try and make very quick assumptions about this individual's ability to garner resources in the future. So what you have is this concentration of interest and you're ending up with Porsche polygamy. As I said, we're heading to a polygamous society in which women on paper will say they're monogamous, but they're having four and five dudes and they're going through a rotation of carousel <laughs> and they're trying to find the guy. They'll, they'll date a guy. That guy will have access to four, five, 50, 11 women. And she'll constantly be trying to like, I just need a guy who won't cheat on me. Well, I'm not lowering my standards though, but they keep dating the guys who have multiple, multiple options, which is fine. If you're there, most men aren't there. And this is what we've been talking about for years. This is where we are. 10% of the men get 90% of the attention, which does not lead to good behavior or form long-term relationships. E-commerce was disastrous for retail. Social media was disastrous for everybody. Online dating is disastrous for mating and for men. It's terrible. So now, he, now he's sympathizing for the men. Okay, so he came back around and he snapped. <laughs> he snapped. He got up. He started glitching. And then he was like, well, let's be objective about this. We've been saying that the men are this and they're dangerous and they're going to cause violence and they're going to be alone and, and all of this stuff. And then I say, those are symptoms. What's the issue? Why? Well, they don't know how to talk to women and they work from home. Okay. All right. What else? And then he started glitching. Well, as a matter of fact, we're in some Porsche polygamy. We're in the 90% rule. We're in a situation where 40, 46, 46 men are, are getting the, trying to get the attention of four soggy ass women. Right, that's what. <laughs> oh my God! Anyway, man, let's get to the rest. Let me see if Venmo stop tripping. Wow, I'm telling you, man. People really have to understand cause and effect. People have to understand what's a symptom, and then people have to understand what's what's actually something that you can blame things on. You can't just say more men are virgins. Okay, why? Then when you start boiling it down, social media, dating apps, young women selling themselves. OnlyFans seeking young women getting flued out. What are the what does that do for the men that are younger? It's gonna make them virgins, or it's gonna make them have less access to women. That's what's happening. Whether they have the tools or not, that's another problem. We we can work on that because that's a symptom. I can give you the medicine, that's a symptom. But I can't give you medicine to something until we acknowledge what the problem is. All right. We can't just say, let's give them the medicine, let's teach men how to talk to women. Well, as soon as you go out, have any of you guys uh, experienced this? This is why I tell you game and cold approach is not going to be the medicine of this future. We need a whole change if we want to really change things because teaching men to go out and fish for women in this polluted ass pond is actually going to be self-destructive. But how many of you guys actually try to strike up conversations with women? The problem is they have so much attention online that biologically you can't even spark their interest they be looking at you like mm, what mm. Like, i mean they, you go up to them they already defensive number one number two they could be shy and introverted so you have those problems they're either defensive shy or introverted and they do this situation where if you're stopping them they're protecting themselves from some sort of attack they don't know you you're a stranger so i get all that and they're already kind of on their heels what are you doing they've already been approached by two or three other guys Sometimes they the guys talk shit about them when they get turned down, right? So they're like, what is going on here? Some women are insecure. So they're like, why are you talking about, why are you talking to me out of all these women? Some women are, what do you want from me? I know what you want. What do you want? So you already got that problem. Now you have the problem with the whole 
uh, PUA thing where they're already on the, t- on the defense of that. They're like, all right, I already know what you're trying to do. That's just that. That's before we even got to rejection because most men fear the rejection. Now they got the whole, what are you doing? What do you want? Let me lower your guard. Okay, I got 25 seconds to get you to lower your guard. She's going to give you objection, 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 objection. Then you have the problem of potentially turning around to you're the harasser, her recording you, or after you get done, her taking a snap picture of you telling you how thirsty you are. Oh, you thirsty, you peace leave hungry, you hungry. I mean, not, then you have <laughs> then you have the rejection part of it. No, I got a boyfriend. No, you ugly. No, you a dusty. Dirt. Then they go back to their phone and they celebrate the 7,000 likes that they got from complete strangers. Now they posting you on TikTok. Look at this guy right here. This old guy, this bummy guy, this dusty guy, this dirty guy, this broke guy, this broke ninja, this, this pervert. This. So you have a whole bunch of problems before these game artists. Well, this is how you get over this. This is how you get over that. Most guys at some particular point, they'll go out and try this. And in this society, it's not even conditioned for that, especially the younger the woman, right? Unless you're the bad guy or the alpha male, most of the time it's going to be you're spinning your wheels. It's going to be a position where you're actually putting yourself at a disadvantage. And then you get to the rejection element, which is a whole nother thing. That's even a whole nother thing. To the point women are going, I went to a bar and black men were there. None of them approached us. Now you get to the point where I approach you and you're at the disadvantage and the woman's like, okay, let me raise the price because you approach me. You approach me, so now you obviously want me. Here's the price. You're going to have to do this. Jump, jump on one leg, spin in a circle, do the Michael Jackson spin and grab your nuts. All right, pay for this, pay for that. You obviously want me, right? Now y'all ask time to pay. You're going to have to do all of this. All right, they're going to raise the price three times of what it normally costs. Meaning you're going to have to put in three times the energy, three times the attention, three times of this. <laughs> All right. Step on your tippy toes. Step on your tippy toes and grab your nuts and put your two fingers out. Go like this. Hee hee. Hee hee. All right. Do all of this shit. Rub your, rub your belly in a circle and pat your head. All right. So I'm telling you. We're in the situation. And why do women have that scenario? Because in their phone is options. And you're just another guy. Unless you're the bad dude that comes up and like, all right, bro, grab her by the neck, take her and throw her down. And she'd be like, oh, God, I'm in desire now. I'm in desire. He knows how to treat a woman and handle a woman. Not only that, most women aren't even approachable material. If I'm a high standard guy, why would I approach a substandard woman? So say you have the situation where you have the six sixes. And you got to approach every cockeyed, bug-tooth, knock-kneed woman out there. Why aren't men approaching us? There were black men. Not even the black men approached us. Like, what? <laughs> what? All right, this is absolutely, absolutely insane. All right, where are we at here? I'm getting logged out all of my stuff. They're on to me. All right, let's see here. All right, uh, let me see here. I got to figure out what's going on on Venmo. Anybody else having problems over there? Shout out to, uh, it's Mr. D. Walker. He says, Coach, do you know the name Husbands is an old Hebrew name for Baal, which means Lord. This is why Christ warned women that their husbands are their lords, and that's 1 Peter 3 and 6. And the, the translation of the word 
wife is also what is it in in Mexican in Latina or Mexico Spanish <laughs> what is the word for I think it's wife or marriage it is like bondage it's like some sort of subservient slave I'm not sure AD Austin I saw the first sign of Generation Z in high school complaining that they uh that is it that they were or that we're in a sassy man apocalypse or that we're they're complaining that we're in a sassy man apocalypse what about this all right so now that you bring that up there is a have been a push for men to be more emotional uh, tied into their emotions more sympathetic more empathetic to embrace alternative lifestyles all right and so they've been a push for men to do that now men are less masculine i'm going to tell you a funny story about the football game men are mess less masculine everything that is attached to masculinity is evil except those men who are truly masculine are fornicating with 80% of the women, right? When it comes down to it, those men are getting the woman to lie on their back. <laughs> but then they want you to be sensitive, secure in your things, wear pink sweatshirts, wear man bags, wear mandals, get your manicures and pedicures, which I love, by the way. Mm. But they erode a masculinity. They call it toxic. And then all of a sudden, these men won't do this. These men... I was at a football game yesterday and um, there was a bunch of, there was a big Latino, Latino family behind me. Okay. And um, they had a, they had like a, a, anyway, there was a good mix and there was a young boy. He was probably 15 ish. And uh, the rest of the family had traditional, what you would call traditional male patriarchal men. And there was a woman there. She had a tattoo on her eyebrow. She was probably mid twenties, late twenties. All right. I would say late 20s going into their 30s. And she was with them. So they all go get something to eat in between the quarters. They come back. And the boy, <laughs> the young boy in the group sits down and uh, he opens his food and it's sushi. <laughs> uh, somebody says, man bag ballot can hold a tool or a firearm. I, I agree. And ladies, stop telling, stop asking men who carry bags what's in the bag. Obviously, it's a firearm. <laughs> Come on. What's in your bag? Do I ask you what's in your bag? It's garbage in there. But what's in my bag is that toolery of foolery. That's what it is. All right. That's that get right, act right tools in there. That's what's in my bag. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, the boy comes back, 15 years old. He he's skinny. He hasn't filled out yet. He comes back with sushi. All right. So they're laughing. They're roasting his ass. They're laughing. I'm looking back. I'm just dying. I'm like, oh, this poor guy. I'm with my son. I look back. <laughs> I look back and I'm going, yo, <laughs> their video, they're recording this young boy. Right. And the young boy is probably about to off himself. He wants to be in the safe space. You know, these Generation Z boys walking on their tippy toes. They told these boys to get 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 anxiety medication. They told them to get ADHD. They drugged up. They depressed. They're virgins. This dude about to snap. <laughs> this young boy, they dress. They're all in their Raider stuff, and he comes back with sushi. And they like thirty dollars, thirty dollars for sushi at a football game. <laughs> so the boy, the boy gets out his chopsticks. <laughs> They just, yeah, he, he going to turn into the trench coat mafia. I'm sitting there going, and he had his glasses on. He was sitting there. He had his glasses on. 
you know, he had his hair. He looked like a young Richard Ramirez, right? He was sitting there with his sushi. They laughing at him. <laughs> they they roasting him. They recording him. Look at him. He got his sushi. I was like, dude, this dude going to snap. But if you think about it, what they're roasting is, why is it? What happened? They're like, what happened to do? What happened to a hot dog? What happened to hamburgers? All right. What happened to hamburgers? Oh, no. He, these guys just eat hot dogs. I get it. I get it. Sushi's not the best selection for a man at a football game. All right. We got to still hold on to the pure masculinity out here. If we're just going to be like him, it's okay. Him wanted $30 sushi at a football game. We got to hold on. We got to hold on to the traditions here. We're here in the masculine S element. Come on. If you want sushi, go somewhere else and have some damn sushi. Not at the Raiders game, son. <laughs> oh, they was roasted his ass. Now, sushi's okay. I eat sushi. It's nice in the right environment. <laughs> it's at the right environment. Come on, man. Go get some sunflower seeds and some peanuts or something. All right. Have a Modelo. Sneak a couple of sips. But they were roasting him, which is another example of where we're going in our culture because he's like, hey, this is great. I'm going to get my chopsticks. I'm going to do all this. But it's just not it just not in the right setting. And over time, once people say, well, what's wrong with that? Then we'll eventually get to the point where the masculinity has completely eroded itself. Let, let me just say this. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Somebody says sushi is very masculine. Okay, listen. We get, we, we're at the Raiders game, bro. We're at the Raiders game. What's going to happen is this. Because people are trying to defend it, which is fine. I'm not selling, I'm not giving my son $30 sushi at a damn football game. I'm just not going to do it. But number one, this is what's going to happen. Eventually, because uh, because the dudes that were walking around with the hottest girls were not eating sushi. <laughs> at, especially at the Raiders game. The Charger fans were eating sushi. The Chargers fans was eating sushi. The Chargers fans was walking on their tippy toes and sashaying and shantaying. They was voguing at halftime. They was like, we up. The Chargers fans was voguing at halftime. The Chargers fans was rubbing all up in each other at the men's bathroom. I had to get out of there. <laughs> but, 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 but. When you looked at the dudes that had the hottest chicks, there was a couple of chins in there that worked for the triad. They had some fine-ass Asian chicks with them. I mean, bad. And there was a whole bunch of Hectors and Ramondos in there with some fine-ass Latino chicks. I can guarantee you they was not walking around with sushi. And them girls were like, oh, it's okay if you eat sushi. I guarantee you it's not. So the problem we're having is presentation. What's the presentation? What are we presenting? Is it okay? We're going to say, it's okay. You can do it. And then he running around here talking about why he can't get no peace leave. Why the bad chicks don't want him. Why the hot chicks don't want him. Why even the fat chicks don't want him. Because he presented himself as soft. It is what it is. I it, We, we want to play this line where we can be like, oh, we could do this and we could do that. And then we wonder why we're not winning out here. We wonder why these hoes winning. Because then you start presenting soft enemies. You go, well, I'm in my feelings. You start crying over your sushi at the football game. It, it's just, the, it's just the, the problem we have here. Okay, we can let this go. We let this go. We let this go. And then you let so much go, and then you want to come back, and then you go, why, why are we not having, why are we having problems with the women that we want? 
Why are we having problems with the women that we don't want? That's where it comes back. You're having problems with the women that you don't even want. Why? Because they're getting pounded out by Chin. They're getting pounded out by Hector and Tyrone and Chad. I guarantee you, none of those men are eating sushi at the game. Mm. Not one. <laughs> it's what it is. Somebody says, I think sushi, see, this is what happened. I think y'all making it about sushi. Y'all making it about sushi when it was the example. Y'all going in, in, oh, well, sushi is actually, we're not talking about the sushi per se. We're using it as an example. And this is where you move the bar. This is like saying, well, crying's okay. Crying in public at the Raider game is okay. <laughs> Stay on the subject because there's going to be a whole bunch of people in the comment section. Well, sushi actually was caught by masculine men. <laughs> it's perception. And when it comes to women, perception is everything. Just like when it comes to them. Just like when it comes to them. It's going to be the perception. And it matters. It matters. I know people don't want to think that it matters. And then now you're going into, well, crying's okay in the corner. All right. Wearing tight jeans, hold, hugging your nuts is okay. You guys start going, 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 pushing the envelope. And then now it's all we got to blame the women. When you guys chose to go that way, this is a Gen Z thing, by the way. People are all in the comment section. What's socially actually? All it was was taking this example and taking the example of the men. These men obviously produced that kid, and they're going, bruh. Oh, it's, a, it's like this. It's like this. It's like the whole mask issue. Same thing with the mask. All right? When your, your kids come up, dad, put your mask on. And you're one of these guys like, nah, I ain't buckling. <laughs> all right. Matter of fact, they've coming out with all this science now that said it was completely useless and worthless. We told you it was. But your son comes up everywhere he goes. I remember I had a conversation. Here's another, here's another metaphor that the mask police are going to do. I had a client that had his son. I was training the client. His son was there. His son refused to take the mask off. And he was outside and we were in a park. Nobody was near. <laughs> Nobody was near. And his son, who was like eight, nine or something like that, eight, nine or 10, wise enough to know this is some, this kid was fighting the dad. No, I don't want to take my basketball. And he's playing basketball, bro. I'm sitting there like, but the dad himself was looking like, I'm going to raise a peace leave laden man. This young boy has already been wrecked. <laughs> he's unfixable at this point. To me, it's weird, and it's weird to any man that has been in any essence of masculinity. You're presenting yourself as so scared to be by yourself on a basketball court. You don't want to take your mask off. That is not going to be a masculine presentation. The presentation itself. Now, you can argue about the mask. The presentation of itself is feminine. Just like grabbing your, it's feminine. You got to be conscious of what you're presenting out there. Does it mean you have to get out into a fight? No, but that would be a feminine quality. That would be what I would expect a woman to do that. Not a man, not a young male. Absolutely not. No, I'm telling my son, take that damn mask off, <laughs> right? No, you're by yourself on a basketball court. There's nobody here. You can't catch it from nobody else. Take it off. 
That would be a submissive, subservient type of presentation. It matters. It matters. Maury's in here. I get the presentation, but at a certain point, you have to accept the consequences of your action. So if your action presents feminine, but it's something that you enjoy, that's a trade-off. Yeah, again, if you if you are okay with going, I'm going to do this, do this, do this, the presentation is going to be off, right? Nobody's going to accept it. Okay, if you want to walk around with tight jeans and tippy toes and sachet, walk around with a man bag with chapstick in it, all right, walk around with a mirror and, and, and foundation, that's what you want to do, fine. But then when you go, why aren't the women accepting us? <laughs> okay, that's going to be your problem. If you love sushi, I'm going to eat sushi in my behind closed doors, all right? Or I'm going to take a woman to a sushi restaurant. They love that. They're not going to be, it's going to be completely different on the other side. Okay. There's going to be people in the comments. So you don't eat sushi? <laughs> I eat sushi. But I'm not eating it at the football game. Come on, son, son. We'll have that tonight. It's it's okay. You can't keep pushing it. Wait down the line, kick in the car. We'll have sushi tonight. So we're anything but anything but right now. We'll have sushi later. I'll get, I'll buy you 10 cases of sushi. But not here. <laughs> not here and not now. What are we doing here? All right, shout out to Aaron. L says, how about them Giants? Saquon Barkley, MVP, while well, you know better than that. You know it. You know better than that. All right, come on. You know better than that. Saquon Barkley, he's got to even last two weeks. He's got to last two weeks. Uh, but before, before you celebrate, shout out to Carl. He says Newton's third law of motion still applies. I believe it is um, when an object in motion stays in motion, when an object is at rest, it stays at rest until hit by an object of uh, similar weight or whatnot. Yeah, what's next? Put flowers in your hair? What's next? Put some flowers in your hair? Hey, man, I'm going to put this flower in my hair. What's next at the football game? <laughs> Gen Z dude's going crazy right now. For every action, it's an equal opposite reaction. Yes. What's next? You're going to put some flowers in your hair? What next? What are we doing now? Man buns? What's next? A makeup chair over here? What's the, what are we doing next? <laughs> For every action, is an equal opposite reaction. An object at rest stays at rest. I think that's number one. Jack Vendetta, Gen Z, masculinity don't work the same. Masculinity don't work the same. Again, we're going, we get it, it's what it is. So, you know, we could have this conversation. Adrian Paul says, mandatory, go Chiefs. Can I get a Kaylee song? Uh, did the Chiefs win? Oh, they won. <laughs> the Chiefs won. Uh, they beat the Falcons, which we play next week. And if we lose to the Falcons, well, then it's time to panic. Where are we at here? Where are we at? If I lose to the Falcons next week, yes, yeah, going to be in trouble. And the Falcons lost to the Saints. It could be all bad. Where are we at here? Hi, my name is Haley. I'm a blonde. I have no tits. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throwing fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to. I'm sorry, the Cardinals. 
the Cardinals, not the Falcons. All right, we play the Cardinals. There's any worse nickname of a team, it would be the Cardinals. All right, very striking fear in this dangerous little bird. All right, let's see here. All right, uh, Venmo, you guys are strucking out. I apologize. The Falcons did another. Oh, yeah, the Falcons lost. Fal Falcons ain't going to do nothing anyway. We ain't worried about the Falcons. All right, I don't even know why y'all got hyped for the Falcons. All right, next, uh, next topic. Next topic is going to be TikTok and social media are crushing Generation Z. Good luck to the Generation Z boys. All right, shout out to the Generation Z boys in the building. All right, uh, let's see here. Oh, for some reason. Okay, we're going to start with this group of young women. This group of young women right here. The basic, this is going to be what it looks like in Coach's Heaven right here, the junior college. All right, Flatback University. Here it is at, of course, it's at TCU. Of course, of course, Texas Christian University, one of the universities that I tout as uh, some of the, the, wow, what is going on here at Basic Beach University? My goodness. This could actually conjure up. This might be hell for many people right here. You might think it's heaven. Uh, I get 99 virgins when I go to heaven. All right. But this is definitely seeking arrangement on steroids. <laughs> Gen Z boys, man, y'all in trouble. And we're going to talk about this. Especially people are arguing right here. They're they arguing with me. All right. I'm trying to set y'all straight. All right. Come on, man. Get some hair on your chest. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? This is definitely flat back to heaven in the building. This is Kaylee University. What are these girls doing? I can't play the music because it's uh, copywritten material. Oh, people in the comment section going crazy. All right. Uh, they're like, now, sh now show the black sorority they stole it from. <laughs> black folks, y'all got to stop with people stealing. Y'all got to stop with the conversation people stealing. All right. Just because you're not business savvy worth to actually copyright anything you're doing, that's your fault. Y'all always try to say white folks stole something for you, and they do, but that's because y'all not y'all silly enough to share with them. Oh, you guys, you're good. The one white girl come over. Oh, she's one of us. She cool. She cool. And then she skedaddles back to the suburb and she steals all your stuff, your language, your music. And then y'all be like, she cool. And then all of a sudden you wake up to this. Oh, they stole it from us. Mm. No, they didn't. All right. <laughs> they didn't steal it from you. You let them have it. All right. Stop sharing your stuff. Yeah, you come up with all of this great stuff and then the white folks steal it from you and you get mad. And then they sue you for using what you created. Come on. Let's start getting business savvy in here. What else did these people say? This person says this is definitely giving bring it on vibes. Absolutely. This video called me the N-word because it wouldn't join its pyramid scheme. All right, here we go. Uh, where's the black girl creed or cred for whoever they stole this choreography from? There you go again. Black girls always playing the victim. All right. Which HBCC uh, sorority did they steal this from? There we go. All right. They always want to try to say they created it. All right. Come on. Future, Mc, future McMansion dwellers of America. Uh, they love the cul-de-sac or they love to sack the cul-de-sac. That is main sorority choreography. Be like Ashley. Different, different spellings of Ashley. When they pretend not to see us, but they really taking notes. Again, man, boy, that insecurity about white folks stealing stuff is actually bizarre. It's getting bizarre at this point. There's enough information to prove that you can actually 
copyright or do whatever you want. Where y'all dancing at? Where y'all? Let me see the black sorority do that dance. Where is that? Where's that? Mm. He said a black man filming it. But um, the reason why I showed you that is because this is basically how they get their attention. All right. This is how they get their attention. And no, you're not grabbing their attention with your mandals on. You're not doing it. <laughs> Eating sushi. All right. You're not going to do it. It's too hard to get their attention already. And now you're disqualifying yourself. All right. Come on. Don't disqualify yourself. So let's go through this one right here. They get their attention from social media. This is how worse it is. It's getting worse and worse. Addicted to being sad. Where they're happy. Somebody says here, Ray Santana, coach, act like he isn't a black man. I'm not. God dang it. Will you guys stop it with that bullshit? That was a name created for you. I'm not black. I'm brown. You can see clearly I'm brown. Do I have to have this conversation over and over again? You're black because your master named you black like he named you Toby. You hooked on to it. Every, every week I get my black card kicked off. Everybody can say you're not black. But when the person comes out here and say, well, I don't identify with that black shit. Now, I, now there's a penalty. What is it going to be? Am I, can I claim who I am or not? Can I join your group or not? Can I keep the card or not? You guys want to kick people out. But then when a person says, well, I ain't with that bullshit. Now you want to say, drag my bats back in here. What is it going to be? Get consistent with it. Nobody, no other race of people have this bullshit. No other race of people have this complication between is he black or not? Look, my skin is somewhat black. Am I in or am I out? Or do I got to look black? Or do I got to act black? What is it? Is black a culture? Is it a race? Is it a victimhood society? Does it have, does it have uh, benefits to the membership? What is it? I'm tired of this bullshit. Y'all need to get it right. Is black a culture? What are you talking about? I'm saying I'm not black. You said I'm not black, which means you took it away from me. I didn't even take it away from me. I'm me. You guys don't even know what black culture is. You think black culture is drill music in Young Thug and Gunna. And the minute I say, well, I don't listen to that shit. Well, you ain't black. Now, what is it? <laughs> what is it? Is it a place? Is it a destination? Is it a noun? Is it a verb? What is it? Nobody can, nobody can answer that. And the minute I say, well, I don't want no parts of this shit. Well, you ain't black. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let's get a consistent definition of what it is. Or can just everybody take it away? White folks take it away from me. Latinos take folks take it away from me white folks give it back to me he too black to live in my neighborhood wait a minute what is it now i'm too black to live there is it that i'm a darker shade of brown a lighter shade of brown now the light skins can't be black now the light skinned people ain't black enough this is actually outrageous at this particular point because there's really no identity that we're connecting to it's all just based on everybody's interpretation you speak too good, you ain't black. It's actually, yeah, this black gatekeeping is getting out of control. It's getting out of control. Matter of fact, what is the benefits of being black in your eyes? Because I'm giving you the best black person you can get. I'm giving you the blacks black person you can get in society standards. I'm the upper echelon of black people on a whole bunch of level. But I ain't black all of a sudden. Mm. 
You want me to be low grade? You want me to be complaining? You want me to date the blackest, purplest woman you can see, the biggest, fattest Lizzo you can get? That's going to make me black? What's going to give me some black points? What is it? I got to go live in a black neighborhood? What? <laughs> it's, actually it's actually crazy. And somebody says, and it's the wrong people gatekeeping. The wrong, gate the wrong people trying to put you in this box of blackness don't even know what it is to be black. Not even... It's getting tiring. Not only that, some of the people that you say are black, not even from America. They're from the Caribbeans. Many of these black hip hop artists that you listen to, most of them are one generation, if not were born in the Caribbeans. They're not even black. They're not even the black American. Bobby Schmurder, Notorious B.I.G. I could go down the line, one after the next, the, 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 the next. All they did uh, shine. All they did was take what they thought was black and they showed it to you and they actually degraded the man all the way down and up and down the line. And then all of a sudden you said they were black and they weren't even nowhere near black. Biggie was Carrie being his mama was straight from there. I said one generation removed. I was said from there or one generation from removed. His mom was straight up Caribbean. And he grew up in that household, and all of a sudden, these are the images of black folks, and all they did was co-opted the, uh, uh, the, co the in imagery of it, copied it. <sighs> so I'm, I'm just telling y'all, man, y'all got to really, yeah, y'all naming the ones, y'all naming the ones. And then all of a sudden, we got to be like them guys. If we're not like them, and they're not even black, black, black Americans, we got to be like them. And all they did was just take... Uh, there was another example of this. All they did was just take what element of blackness that, that they wanted to perpetrate on you. They marketed and sold it, and now you got to be like them. So what is it? And why do I keep wanting to be there? And why do you keep dragging me there? What, what, is, it, what, is, it that, what, what is it that I'm going to get by you dragging me there all the time? Or can I just create my own image of who I am and not try to live in the image that you want me to be gatekeeping and then I get no benefits for being there? Well, I'm getting all the benefits for going, let me just be brown. Let me just be brown in America. Can I just be that? Or do I always got to live up to your expectations, the low substandard expectations of what I should be as a human being? What is it? This is actually actually insane that people keep putting that on black men because I'm supposed to stand up for all. I, again, I'm a classist. I'm looking at it as there needs to be segmented classes of people like everybody else has. But no, for some reason, we can't segment ourselves. We got to all be joined in and then all trying to help the lowest common denominator bring themselves up as opposed to having a group of people elevate themselves up. Nope, you can't elevate yourself. Bring your ass back down here. I know this makes people uncomfortable and people have left the stream. I care not. I wrote this in my book, chapter three, don't box yourself in. And no matter how much I don't want to box myself in, there's always a couple people want to box me in as if I represent you. And I don't, I don't represent you. You don't represent me. If your ass get your ass beat, that wasn't me getting my ass beat. That was you getting your ass beat. <laughs> 
And then I'm not black, I'm OJ. More shaming language. Okay, OJ couldn't be who he was, and then he had to drag his ass back because he got a murder, and he decided to dice up white folks. Okay, yeah, you got your wake-up call. You diced up some white folks. <laughs> but anyway, it's crazy. Stop judging me on what you see on television. What you see on television is the result of what white people, what you want to see, want you, want you to see of black folks. There's a lot of black folks out here succeeding and doing well, and they do well by taking care of them, their family members. But the media don't show that. They show you the image that they want you to see, and mostly it ain't white folks showing you that image. It is who it is. I'll tell you who it is, but you know what it means. New, 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 new world order. And if I don't fit into that box, all of a sudden, you want to act like I'm supposed to act like them? That's not culture you're looking at. That's degradation. That's the lowest common denominator. That's bottom feeding. That's not my culture. That's not my culture. That's your culture. You can hold on to that. You can have all that. <laughs> anyway, let me start that segment over. Anyway, <laughs> you want me to be out here holding my nuts and all of this stuff? If that's what you want and you call it black, go ahead. But that's not it. I'm going to tell you, it's not it. There's a group, there was a large percentage of black folks that don't identify that at all. There's a large percentage of black folks that don't listen to no hip hop. Zero. Hip hop is relatively new genre. It's a relatively new genre, and it really came onto the scenes in the late 2000s late uh early 2000s still it was underground it was still mostly underground by listened to by a small percentage of people based on generation there was black folks that listened to zero hip-hop as a matter of fact let me give you an example michael jordan himself did not listen to hip-hop and that was a guy that grew up in the 80s the 70s and the 80s he listened to zero hip-hop he would have nothing to do with it but yet we attach hip-hop culture to jordan because we created that culture and he him, he's separated from hip hop. He don't even listen to it. So are the people who don't listen to that, are you not black? Ask yourself that question. There's a group of older people that have nothing to do with it. They won't listen to it. It's not even close to it. So anything that even comes close to it, are they not black in your eyes? There's a group of people here that listen to it. Are they black in your eyes or not? But what is it? What is it going to be? And people need to have these uncomfortable conversations. And I'm willing to do it. And I don't care what you call me because it matters none. But I think it's actually absolutely despicable for people to keep putting certain standards on people on how they behave, talk, and act because of their skin color. How they believe things. How they look at the world. See, my skin doesn't think. My skin doesn't think for me. It's what's in my brain. It's just what's in my head. And not only that, it's my experiences in life. So I don't experience struggle, so I'm not black. Or I chose not to experience struggle, so I ain't black. My kids don't know what struggle is, so they're not black. Do we have to eat sugar sandwiches and serve sandwiches? Do we have to grow up with a single mother to be black? Do we have to have our utilities and our gas shut off 
Do we have to grow up with no cable and a black and white TV to be black? What is it? This has got to stop. This has got to stop. And I'm one of the people who are wanting to be in the lead of this, despite the fact that you want to keep pulling me back into this bullshit of a culture that doesn't even exist. It doesn't even exist. Black culture in your mind, there's no such thing. You can't even get one person to even define it as to what it is. You have no bar mitzvah. You have no promotion from young people into adulthood. The economic system is somewhat segmented and fractured. The economic system goes back to white folks, the people who have the affluence, the people who don't have the affluence, the white folks give it to you and give it, get it right back. What, what is it? Until somebody can define it, stop trying to define it for the other person. Nobody can define it. And, you know, you can go back to history and it was stripped and it was dis, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was stolen and whatever it was. Okay. Y'all want to go back to that? Are we going back to that? Are we going to go back and complain, uh, claim all of the, um, what do you call it? The uh, Swahili representation of us? Do I have to like everything that's black and nothing that's white? What is it? Okay, I'm black. I, everything black I love, everything white I hate. That is that black? What is it? So I said, topic of the show, change coach. No, it did not. That was in response. But it has to stop. Or get a clear definition of what it is and create a class system on who is who and what is what. Until you create a class system and a benefit, get membership cards, stop the bullshit. It's all bullshit. And it's all in your mind. And it's all based on this person's getting ahead. Let's drag them back. And it's absolutely sad. It's a sad state to be in as people. As a people, it's a sad state to be in. Anyway. Let's get to this. Not that all of the NPCs are ran out of here. <laughs> I don't identify with anything unless somebody tries to identify it for me. And then I'm going to buck the system. I'm going to change courses on you. Here it is right here. TikTok and social media are crushing Gen Z women. Generation, uh, it says right here, Generation Z women. Let's go ahead and pull this up right here. Addicted to being sad. It says right here. Teenage girls with invisible illnesses. Teenage girls with invisible illnesses known as spoonies post TikToks of themselves crying or in hospitals to generate thousands of likes. As experts raise concerns over internet-induced wave of mass anxiety. Okay, so essentially what they're trying to dissipate, I'm going to actually try to dumb this down. But what they're saying is taking their clothes off is not enough. Taking your clothes off, garnering attention, posting selfies is not enough. Now they have to act like they're sick in order to gain attention. Teenage girls and young women, these aren't men. Teenage girls and young women are posting upsetting footage of themselves in hospitals or crying on social media. Remember in the previous segment, now all of a sudden 
it's not enough, right? Um, it's not enough to have this disadvantage of um of the dating. Now we got to get more attention. How do I do it? Create an illness or say that I need to be hospitalized, post a picture of myself in a hospital to gain attention. This is crazy. Calling themselves the Spoonies, the group often encourages each other to lie to doctors to get the diagnosis they want. That this is crazy. Calling it says right here, some Spoonies suffer from MS and Crohn's disease, while others suffer from rarer ones, which are harder to diagnose. Others, ladies, these ladies, these are your women that you say, where are you meeting these women? Other jo others join groups to discuss the negative side effects up to their condition and others end up competing. It says competing, competing with each other for who's the sickest. Teenage girls with this is uh, September 7th. So if anybody wants to know, this is not an old article. This was last week. Teenage girls with invisible illnesses are posting upsetting videos of themselves online, which generates thousands of likes as part of the new com community called Spoonies. Thousands of teens are banding together on social media as a part of the movement, which also encourages them to lie to doctors in order to get the diagnosis they want. Posting videos of themselves crying and lying listfully, listless, listlessly in hospital beds, racking up thousands of likes in some cases with dozens of comments supporting the spoon theory. Here's, here's an example of one right here. Let's go ahead and show you. Hopefully there's no music. So this woman, as you can see, again, when I call women manipulators, this is what they do. All right, this is not a negative thing. Women are designed to manipulate. Uh, let's see if I can play the video. Hold on. All right, there is volume, so I'm going to turn it down. Let's see here. Oh, it's sad music in the back right here. So it's like this. What does she have, a vibrator? What is this? <laughs> Jesus. What is that? Anybody know what that is? She going to put it in the ca She about to vibrate herself. Hold up. Oh, man, I almost. It's a bong? What is that? <laughs> what is she doing? Anybody know? Is the video pause? Oh, it's an insulin pump. Oh, okay. Yes, that's what it looks like. Yes, that's what it looks like. Oh, it's an insulin pump. Okay. It's an insulin pump. So it looks like she was injecting herself. And she was like, I got to inject myself. She's an insulin pump. Okay, wow. This is outrageous. <laughs> Here we go again. Let me see if I can pop this up and read from it. So women were like, oh, where are you meeting these women? Here they are. Thanks to TikTok. There they are. Experts say that while functional disease is real and chronic problem and chronic problem, it is often not the ones the teens think they have. Dr. Katie, a neurologist at Rush University Medical Center, told Common Sense News it's generated by anxiety in most cases and other comorbidities and then propagated by the ease of TikTok. So the doctors are onto this. They're aware of it. Same as when a woman says, I'm suicidal, and she runs in there, she gets all this attention, and she can take her, oh, I'm suicidal. It's the same thing. I'm depressed. And it says right here, it's generated by anxiety, which is a symptom of something. Why are you anxious? A blogger coined the term spoonies in 2003, giving their spoon theory a nickname, claiming a spoon equates to energy. 
Here's a woman here. Here's another example. <laughs> oh my goodness. These people, what does this one say? Suspect exposing the healthcare professional who gaslights their chronically ill patients. It says part of the community also accuses a doctor of medically medical gaslighting them, claiming that they are dismissing and belittling their patient's pain. They're all, no, <laughs> Jesus. So it's the older women too. Good Lord, have mercy. It's the older women. Here it is, posting videos of themselves crying or lying listless in hospital beds, rack up hundreds of thousands of likes in some cases and dozens of comments supporting their spoon theory. Here it is. Oh, so like, yay, yay. Oh, my God. Remember I told you when Brittany Renner did this, I said, you got to be a despicable human being to post yourself on camera crying. You got to be a despicable human being to post. Now, you can cry. Again, that's kind of like the sushi argument. You can have sushi in private. I'm going to bring it all home, guys. But why, why do it in public? Okay, look, why post yourself crying when you got to, Record it, set up the phone, set up the lighting, edit it, post it, comment it, tag it. What the hell? That's manipulation, bro. What the? F these are children, bro. What is this shit? And then you got to put all these tags on every, you know how much it takes to post on social media? This is not freaking easy. You have to watch yourself and go, I'm going to post this shit. I'm going to put all of these titles and tags. Like you gotta really be this gotta this is an intentional act. And you're doing this. Let's see if we got some more. Oh, there's some more. There she is, right here, trying to accept the reality that you're you'll be sick for the rest of your life and you'll never be able to be the one thing you live for. Already, already throwing in the towel. Already throwing in the towel. Experts say that while okay, here we go. Right here. Healthy people have unlimited spoons. While sick people, the spoonies, only have a few and have to be strategic on how they use them, often by doing everyday tasks. All right. Some spoonies suffer from M. Okay, we already read that. Are there more? Tell me you're you have chronic pain without telling me you have chronic pain. Dealing with 10 to 10 pain at home alone <laughs> with my cats every day because you know you'll get dismissed plus gaslit if you go to the hospital. So the doctors are going to say, get your punk ass out of here. But nope, you got to be at home because the doctors are going to send your ass at home. Wow. Many of the women complain about being ignored and mis misdiagnosed by the doctors on the app and share their rawest moments to give others an insight into what life is like with their disease. Others claim that they are suffering from medical gaslighting, which includes being told by the doctors to lose weight to help your condition. Oh, my God. So look, the doctor said, perhaps because you're fat. Maybe it's the fact that you're fat. All right. And she's like this. What? How dare you? Some of them are making money off of their platforms, of which some have hundreds of thousands of followers by using it to promote. I'm sorry, promote offers for glasses or supplements. Anything more here? It's okay to grieve. Uh, this is why they do attach to this mental illness thing, right? We're going to break this down. 
the life you live before chronic illness. All right, let's play it. All right, look, look, she got pictures of herself, wheelchair, wheelchair in the bed. All right. Uh, wow. Let's go ahead and look. You have to let me go. Wait, wait, where's the volume at? Where's the volume? You have to let me let you go. I need you to do that for me. Like, look, bruh, look. Oh, wait, it's on here, dude. You have to let me let you go. I need you to do that for me. Where are you meeting these women, coach? Oh, there's more? Oh, my gosh. All right, hold on for a second. Let me let me shrink this down. There's more. <laughs> set up set up on my own for like two minutes for the first time in forever. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Yo. And this is only going to lead to copycatting, right? And so Dr. Mark Sullivan, a psychiatrist at the University of Washington Medical Center, is concerned that the Internet has created communities of grievances that lead patients to adopt victim mentalities. Hello. So whoever said I was off subject, not so much. This is the whole thing. This is the same as when people went to those amusement parks and tried to act like and record their kids being victimized by puppets. All right. And then there were a rash of copycats. Same thing. It's the same thing. I was a victim. Look, I'm a victim. Look at my kid being avoided by this puppet. Uh, one woman posted on social media that our psychiatrist had told her to lose weight to feel better and complained that it made her feel in shambles. Members of the group rallied around with each other. Okay, let me go down here. Oh, there's more. Oh, no. This is the chronic pain. So good. So she's recording herself in pain. Like, why? 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 Who records themselves? Like, record yourself for yourself. Who posts this shit? Oh, boy. These are people. These are people that want to be in relationships right here. Oh, there's more. Gosh, dang. Boy, they did their research. They were thorough. You see, there's no men. The side effect. Wait, the side of. Wait, where's the wife? The side of chronic illness. Most people never see the no spoon day. Oh, there, is this a man? That might be a woman. You can't really tell sometimes. All right, let me see one here. Some claim that she felt. Let me see here. Let me see here. Oh, now it's the bills here. She claims that she felt like she needed her own pad here, her own pills out with supplements to make her own situation seem more dire on social media admits to feeling jealous of a girl who looks more sicker than her. Oh my lord. It says right here, Maribeth, Mary Beth, or Maribeth, age 27, 27, from St. Petersburg, Florida, dropped out of college to focus on healing from fibromyalgia. What the hell at fibromyalgia galaga? <laughs> All right. And then she's at another syndrome. She said you can be addicted to being sick and sad or sad and sick, and the attention you receive, the misery loves company thing makes you sicker. Fire my Jaloa. Yikes. Okay. You think this is real? You think this is whack? What is this? Social media raises mental health awareness, but increased risk of flawed self-diagnosis. 
So here you go right here. There's another picture of a young woman on social media. Now the depression thing, as the mental health conversation extends to social media, more people are self-diagnosing. This can be dangerous when it proves misinformation or ignores the root cause of the feelings. Now, let's check this out. I don't know if you remember during COVID, the early points of COVID, people were recording themselves being sick with it. Remember they got sick? Like right at the beginning, I remember there was one woman who was a nurse. She just went to Cabo. She came back from Cabo. She was a nurse and she was recording herself every day. Oh, this is day one of being on COVID. Remember that? That that was an extension of them wanting attention from being sick. If I had it, which I never got it, I would have just been playing the background. I would have just sat back. I don't want y'all to see me sick. And they had all the dark circles around the eyes. They had snot rags up their nose. Remember, I was saying they wanted to catch it so they can look like they were a victim. And I was like, what are they doing? Why would you post yourself like that? It's critical to remember that a diagnosis is not only the path forward for mental health. All right, here we go right here. It's not the only path forward for mental health. Let me see here. If you spent any time on social media in the past few years, odds are you've noticed the vast expanded uh, mental health conversation occurring on the platform. I've been calling that bullshit out. Now we're seeing it. I was in therapy. You need to go to therapy. Everybody need to go to therapy. Okay, look, if you want to take your ass to therapy, go. Leave my ass alone. Stop Stop shaming me in the therapy. If you want to take your ass there, drive 30 minutes up, wait in the lobby for 15, 20 minutes, talk for an hour, all right? Do the post evaluation for 15, 20 minutes, drive back 30 minutes. If you want to waste three hours like that, go ahead. I got shit to do. I got money. <laughs> I got bills to pay. These people also are paying for this and claim to be broke all the time. How dare you? Yeah. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Okay. These platforms, especially TikTok, has become a space for people to share their mental health struggles and diagnoses for experts to provide general insight and for users to learn more about their feelings. Again, this is all, what do they call it? Virtue signaling. It's a virtue signaling, and this is typically what women do to try to claim that, oh, I'm not like you, I'm one of you, and this and that, I'm struggling, I'm suffering. It's all virtue signaling. When a person gets up here and thumps, oh, I'm mentally this, and I'm this and that, and I need this, and you need it, and more people need to be aware, that's all virtual signaling. Certainly, the boost in mental health discussions has made great strides for visibility, reducing stigma, and helping people gain the insights they may not, may have not otherwise had access to. However, Along with this has come an increase in people self-diagnosing based on unregulated information. That's the other side that, that even they are now aware of. Yeah, it's cool. We can talk about it and we can remove the stigma. However, now the self-diagnosing and not only self-diagnosing, they're telling you, you, you need it. <laughs> that's called shaming. And that's actually against what the profession of therapy is all about. Shaming people into therapy is not how to get people into therapy. That's actually projection. You're projecting your issues onto me. And you're not even a professional and you claim to know what symptoms are a person needs therapy. Oh, well, you need therapy. No, no, I no, you need therapy. It's crazy. And because you want to be a victim and then be out here, you want to be a victim all your life doesn't mean I want to be. 
what you need in life it's not, does not mean I need it out of life. It says right here, certainly there are few downsides to the boast social, wait, so, sorry, my no reading ass. Certainly there are a few downsides to the boost social media has provided in the realm of mental health, particularly when it comes to visibility, access, and destigmatization. However, one key problem doctors are worried about is the growing prevalence of people diagnosing themselves based on unregulated info. And that's almost complete same paragraph as this one, but they must they must have had a grammatical error, error here because they almost repeated themselves. So I think social media, again, that black therapist actually got accused of that, right? She was like, I need therapy. I need help. So you need help. And she got fired. <laughs> All right. She got promptly fired for that bullshit. All right. Here it is right here. Over 50% of liberal white women under 30 have a mental health issue. There it is right there. Boy, they love making themselves. They love making themselves look like they're struggling. I think to put, um, let me say this. I think to put yourself out as struggling on the internet is reprehensible. I think it's the same because I think, um, I remember my kids were younger and there was something against bragging. I remember they were like, oh, you're bragging. Like bragging is a negative. You're bragging, you're bragging. Like their school was teaching them Bragging's not good. Don't brag. Don't, and we call it no flex. You're flexing. You're flexing. And so when you're having success, instead of using it as a motivator, right? Hey, you could be like me. Now I showed you my bad side. I told you about my bad side, but this is what happened over the years. And how did it happen? I did these three things. There's going to be somebody that says, you're flexing. Now what typically happens is, when men especially say, well, I was down bad, they don't hear that part. They only see the part of you flexing, and they never hear that you went through bad times because men typically aren't going to share their bad times. So they see you doing good, and then a person says, I got it out the mud. And they say, no, you did it. You're bragging. So that's the problem with it now. But now we have the opposite effect. We don't brag anymore. We don't flex, but we show our rough patches. If you think flexing has is a problem, what about this part? This is more problematic that we're willing to look at people living a desperate, uh, a depressive life as opposed to people out here winning. It's absolutely insane. So here's another example of it right here. That is actually going. These are your future wives, ladies and gentlemen. These are your future wives. Over 50 percent of liberal white women under 30. And this is a woman's publication, Evie or Evie. I don't know if it's conservative or not, but they taking shots at liberal white women. I don't know if you guys know this. Because these people typically are going to be the victim, right? Here's another one right here. Social media. I'm oh, sorry. This one right here. We know this. One in four men, uh, women take mental health meds. That's concerning. And I heard some NPCs talking about this and they were like, what about the men? I think it was on Fresh and Fit's show. Fresh and Fit, Myron was talking about this. And then the women were like, well, what about the men? Okay, you want to know the percentage of men taking mental health meds? We can show you. It's only like 16% or 11%. Oh, let me see right here. 15%. So one in six versus one in four. I know it doesn't sound like a lot statistically, but that's a lot. That's a lot. Just apply it to anything in your life and say, is there a one in four chance or one in six chance? Which one would you have? Which one would you favor? 
Which one would you want? If you apply that over a massive population of 300 million people, one in six and one in four is different. Okay, significantly statistically different. All right, uh, here it is, social media addiction. And this is where it stems like right here. Uh, there's an article. I wanted to talk about this, but this point's going on and on. I don't even, even know if I um, have to uh, talk about this, but how does social media affects the brain? Not only social media, dating sites, so forth. Due to the effects that it has on the brain, social media is addictive both physically and psychologically. This is the problem that they're having with young women. According to the new studies by Harvard University, self-disclosure on social networking sites lights up the same part of the brain that also ignites when talking when taking an addictive substance. The reward area in the brain in its chemical messengers pathways affects decisions and sensations. This is why cold approach has dying. The impact of a man approaching a woman is dying because the woman's so much more rewarded by social media than you. There's 7,000 likes on her pictures every day, and then there's you talking to her. She's going to lean towards that. When someone experiences something rewarding and uses or uses an addictive substances, neurons in the principal dopamine-producing areas in the brain are activated, and dopamine level rises. Therefore, the brain receives a reward and associates the drug or activity with positive reinforcement. This is observable in the social media usage. When an individual gets a notification, such as a like or a mention, the brain rushes or receives a, receives a rush of dopamine and sends it along reward pathways, causing the individuals to feel pleasure. Dating apps just across the board. Social media provides an endless amount of attention and immediate rewards in the form of attention from others for relatively minimal effort. For relatively minimal effort, the brain rewires itself through their this positive reinforcement, making people desire likes, retweets, and emoticon. Emoticon? What is an emoji? Oh, that's the little uh, uh, tongue lick emoji. Emoticon. <laughs> Reactions. Hey, check this out. So you're dealing, this is what we're dealing with. And this is how Generation Z essentially has grown up with this. And every day, you can have a partner in your life. You can have a, a husband, a spouse, or whatever, a wife. And your wife will be more hooked to that phone than she is to you. As a matter of fact, you can tell her that she's beautiful. You love her. You want to hug her. You want to have sex with her. And she'll complain about it. But she'll go on her social media and she'll go on her text message and her Snapchat and whatnot. And she'll love every word everybody else is saying about her. Perhaps they might be strangers and she loves it. Beautiful. I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You'll be in these what? <laughs> I believe the dude should be tied up in these streets. <laughs> And this is why the conversation, I can't date a woman that has social media. Oh, well, what's wrong with that? There's something wrong with you. You're controlling, you're insecure. When really, she's an addict. And I've been telling people they're addicted to social media. And me as a professional, I have to watch how I use social media. And I use it to the point where I push out. 
I'm a producer more than a consumer now. And even as a producer, you can get hooked up in it because you put out a video um, and it doesn't get the likes that you or the attention or the views that you're used to. Now, that could be your dis you're displeased because of monetary. It's going to affect your monetary situation or it's going to affect why can't I get the traction that this person's getting? That's all social media addiction. Okay, If it boils down to you're not getting the attention of other people like other people are getting, you're suffering from this that element potentially. So you got to watch out for yourself. This is why I say I don't read DMs. I don't respond to emails because I get I get probably I won't say thousands per week, but I definitely get hundreds per week between DMs and retweets and posts and clarity calls. And it's hard to even keep up. Like sometimes I just throw my hands up. I'm like, I can't even keep up with this shit. <laughs> and also I have to protect myself from it because if I do that all day, then it's going to be a point of that. I'm going to be affected. I'm going to be affected negatively. And I got to protect myself from it. So I disengage quite a bit but then people are like check your dms okay then i go in there and check my dms and it looks like a needle in a haystack i'm like okay what am i looking for <laughs> like this <laughs> i'll be looking at it like okay what the fuck am i looking for all right where, where am i i'm standing at a big pile of hay what am i supposed to be looking for your dm the person that tells me to check my dms over here got a different name on instagram Hey, coach, check your DMs. I sent you something. I look at the name. I go to my Instagram. I don't see the same name. I'm like, okay, what the fuck am I looking for? <laughs> shit. This shit is impossible. It's impossible to go out there and fish out the one. So now I got to go through everybody's. I go through five DMs. I'd be like this. So it's like, what, what am I doing, man? Like, I'm going to just, I'm spinning my wheels at that particular point. And then I just go, forget it. Now I know what women feel like, by the way, when women be like, I sent you a message. I replied to your shit. And she like, and a couple more points. Let's see if we can do this. Uh, there's more articles on this. If you wanted to actually explore this, it's getting harder to deny the damage that social media is done it says, is doing to teenage girls. All right, shout out to the teenage girls of the world. There's the teenage girls. And by the way, it, don't you find it interesting? I do find it interesting in this conversation that we can conclude on this point. Why is it always the girls are being damaged? What about the boys? What, what about the boys? I got to ask y'all a question. What, what about it that the boys aren't being affected? That goes back to the original video with the Bill Maher. The boys are constantly being told you're failing at having conversations and real emotional conversations with women, and they can't even have a conversation with, with you off the platform. So the boys are being damaged, and they're being blamed for all of the failures. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. And meanwhile, the women are going bonkers over there. They like this. <laughs> and we're trying to have conversations with bonker ass people that's being damaged depressive anxiety stress in therapy med head meds and then they're running around here faking illnesses this we're supposed to have conversations with these people am i tripping am i trying to make sense of this shit all right
I'm not even going to go into that. Let me just show you that there's massive amount of articles on here. It's your fault, gentlemen, managing the effects of social media on teenage girls. And let me just tell you, this is adult women, too. This is not just teenage girls. But the teenage girls are the ones getting um, exposed to it because of the competition, the attention. Okay, you think you have it bad as a YouTube content creator and you're battling for views. These young women on social media are battling for massive amount of attentions because these girls, there's girls making hundreds of thousands of dollars doing nothing. Think of, um, there's some basketball girls and some volleyball girls uh, for college. They're making money and they're on basketball teams, right? They're making money because they're getting endorsements and all of this stuff. And they're just the, the prettiest girl on the basketball team. The other girls look like mastodons and they look like, uh, uh, I would be a little bit more. They look like, they look lesbianist and those girls don't get no deals. And then these girls over, it, it's actually the competition it creates between women. They fight each other before we even get to them. Before I even can talk to these people, hey, lady, how you doing? You look pretty today. This woman's dealing with how come my picture didn't get this many likes? I posted, posted this picture. It only got 16 likes. I'm going to take it down and repost it. How come this girl and her flabby ass got all these damn likes? How come she making money on OnlyFans? That's even before I get to the conversation. Hi, how are you doing, ma'am? Sorry, I can't get through. But if, it, if I can get your name and your number, I'll get back to you. She's like this. <laughs> Boring. They're fighting each other for social media attention. And then when they don't get it, they are mad. Negative effects on social media may impact adolescent girls and boys at different ages. There she is in her bed. Hey, man, if your kid going to sleep like this, just go ahead. Your kid is done in life. In life. If you as an adult go to bed like this, you're done. If you wake up like this, you're done. Put your phone on the other side of the room. If not in another room, nobody needs to disturb you. Nobody needs this blue light at the end of the night. This is why y'all ass can't sleep. This is why you're depressed. This is why you have anxiety. This is why you're stressed. If the last thing you do is check your phone and the first thing you do when you wake up before you wipe the nasty ass crust out of your eyes and brush your teeth. If this is the first thing you do, uh, reevaluate your life. I don't even do it, and I got massive amount of followers. I don't even do this. I'm like, you ain't disturbing my damn sleep, all right? An hour before you go to bed, you need to stop this shit right here. You need to stop it. Now, I do listen to YouTube at night. <laughs> do you listen to that? But it's on an iPad, but yes, I'm a hypocrite. But you need at least an hour before you go to bed. This is why people, I can't sleep and I'm anxiety. I don't know what's going on. But guys, for real, man, like you shouldn't be look, listening to it is different. Like have it over here. You don't have to listen to it. You don't have to look at it. All right. So I'll listen to it right before I go to bed. But this right here, you guys got to change. I guarantee you, your life will change dynamically if you change that behavior right there. Just that alone. All right, especially looking at booty, booty. Social media has, uh, social media may affect girls' mentally, mental health earlier than boys. Sorry for my reading. 
Psychologists find biggest effect in girls age 11 to 13, while boys are most vulnerable, age uh, seems to be 14 to 15, all right? The researchers found no leap between social media and well-being at other ages, except at 19, when higher usage was again followed by a drop in life satisfaction for both sexes. Oh, shit. Yo, man. Hey, social media is the devil. It is what it is. And I make money off of it, but I think we overconsume it and we overjudge ourselves and we ever find, you know, we're finding unhappiness when we go on. If you're one of these people, and we'll end the point. If you're one of these people, you're a hater on social media, right? Like every comment section you go to, you're a hater. Um, or you want to be sarcastic in the post and you kind of want to ruin the fun. Everybody's having fun. People are congratulating. Hey, this is great. And then you got to come in with some bullshit. Unless it's a legitimate acknowledgement or you this person was wrong or you wanted to clear something. That's one thing. That's that's not hating. But if you're coming in there to party poop, like you got to reevaluate. You got to really look at yourself like, damn. Like eventually... I'm going to assume that's going to be reflected in your lifestyle. It's going to be reflected in your life. Everybody's guilty of that. Everybody's guilty of that in some way. Even I do that. I find myself, I actually have to restrict myself from commenting because I was like, you know, most of the comments are going to be some smart, snarky shit. So I was like, I'm not going to comment on anybody's shit. <laughs> All right. Because that then restricts me for trying to be snarky. Or trying to just disagree just to disagree. But, yeah, it's a thing, man. It's a thing. Where are we at here? Let's get to the rest of the Super Chats. Uh, Venmo, apologies. Let me see if they fix their problem. Venmo is not happy. All right, they're going to lock me out. Oh, uh, see, they don't like my password. All right, hopefully I'm not sharing the screen. All right, hold on for a second. Let me type my password in. Maybe they want me to change my password. What's going on? Okay, it looks like it looks like they're thinking about signing me in. All right, did they kick my did they kick me out of my account? They didn't let me sign in. All right, Cash Apps. Apologies. Okay. Uh Carl S, he says always confuse class and culture. There has to be a difference. Like there's a difference. Like, what is it? Is are we talking about class or culture? Those are two different things. Malik Brand says coach didn't do Biden, so he ain't black. Mm. Shout out to Biden. I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. Oh, they done kicked me out. The dictator. Shout out to the Kayleys and my favorite African American over here. Oh, look at my African American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Who's having problems with Venmo? Anybody? <laughs> My favorite African-American over here, Daryl Littleton. The second he says, you have to vote Biden to be black. I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. You got to do Biden. You got to do Biden. They ain't black. We ain't black. Even Biden says it, which is odd. How does he get to determine who's black? By the way, have you looked up the definition of black? Like, have you looked up the legacy of, like, there was people in the 40s that refused to be called black. They were like, I ain't black. <laughs> like, that was an insult. I'm not saying they had it right. What I'm saying was, that was an insult. They were like, uh-uh. However, they were called Negro and all kind of versions of that Negro. 
They would call all kind of versions of all of that. They're like, no, I'm Negro. They was called colored. They was called every damn thing outside their name, boy. <laughs> but yeah, somebody being called black back then, they was like, mm-mm. So which I which means to tell you that they've gone through these several incarnations of what you are. And then when you don't claim it, you get penalized. You're like, who gave me the name? Who even gave me that name? <laughs> hey, boy. I tell your ass, get over here, boy. Now, boy, listen here. Them country boys. Now, boy, listen here. Now, somebody called you boy. What would you say today? There's probably Gen Z people that don't even know that boy is an insult. Number one, stunner, what, what? He says, these moms push the mask and now bonnets for boys. Now we're going, it's getting crazy now. Again, it's kind of, it's kind of getting crazy. We're going way off the rails of kind of the masculinity issue, which would be an interesting conversation from the conversation I had about race. Taskmaster, in your Manosphere file, it has you listed as black. <laughs> yeah. But if we go by that, do you know there's some places that listed women as spinsters if they were single and older? Like, I don't give a damn what's on that damn box. All right. And then it ain't like they presented me with no options. Right. They were like non-Hispanic black with a hint of racially mixed or black, African black. Like how many damn options I got? Okay. I don't see mine on here. Yeah, it's only legal term, especially when you filling that out. You ever get to that part, non-Hispanic white, you'd be confused as hell. You'd be like, wait a minute. Hold on for a second. Non-Hispanic black. <laughs> black, non-Hispanic, Caribbean, Nigerian, racially mixed. Your mama was white. You're like, oh, shit. The fuck, what am I supposed to put here? Am I a non-Hispanic black or a Hispanic black? <laughs> you you walk up to it hispanic black or what like what is that what is this hispanic black latino but it says latino down here what what am i over here oh I'm, i speak spanish but i'm black but that be latino no that's not latino i mean like i'm from hispaniola i'm like hispanic hispanic no there's no hispanic I'm from the island of Hispaniola. What would that be? <laughs> no, what's going on here? Like, what do I put? Oh, my skin color. Oh, my skin color? That's my rate. Okay, uh, Hispanic, Black, Latino, Hispanic. Mm. <laughs> what's going on? He said, whatever, keep you out of jail. Like, what am I doing? Like, this is getting out of control. Negra. Can I put Negra? No. No, Negra. Listen here, Negra. That's how they be getting you back there. Can I put Negra? What about Native American? Can I put that? No, you ain't Native American. I'm like, how you know? Well, you black. Yeah, but in my 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 blood, I have Native American blood. Can I put Native American? Pocahontas put Native American. Elizabeth War put Native American. I can obviously show you pictures of my great Grandmother, she looked Native American. So I'm Native American, right? No, you black. Okay. <laughs> mm. 
If you say so, if you say so. Like, it gets out of control like that. I'm like, well, what would my great-grandmother put? Would she put Native American or Black? Well, she did. Shout out to Untamed Wolf. Love when you go off topic, Coach. Keep cooking. Yes, indeed. Y'all like y'all don't like me going off topic. It is what it is. It's a podcast. Joe Jose V, the red pill is now mainstream. Job well done. Yeah, a lot of people warned us about that, but it is what it is. I think people are really, but who are they going to credit for these new epiphanies of the normie? That's the danger of it. Like what? Who are they going to credit? Because we've been talked about it. We've been censored. The platform, we've been uh, um, shadow banned. Our monetization has been taken away. And now these people are saying the exact same thing. Kind of like this soft girl error thing where people are like, no, they're just loving themselves. No, they're not. What they're responding to is the fact that men are not selecting them because they're masculine. So now they're trying to go in and reflect, trying to go in and do some self-reflecting and realizing they've been duped by feminism to be masculine. And now they want to calm their energy down because selection process, mating selections have stunted. Um, you have the economy crashing around them. And now they're going into this self-reflect mode. Why are you going into self-reflect mode? Because feminism's dead. Because birth rate's declining. Because divorce, because you've been called out on your shit. And now who's doing this self-reflecting? Who's doing this self-reflecting? Is it young women? Yes. It started off with young women, but I'm noticing a lot of old leftover women are women are self-reflecting. Now they're self-reflecting. Well, I, I got to figure out how to adjust my femininity. Why is this conversation being had? It's, it's, going, from, it's going from manosphere topics, being mainstream, and now they're having the epiphany on their own. They're not going, well, thank God Kevin Samuels pointed this out. They're not going, thank God Coach Greg Adams was out here for the last four years, nonstop pumping out content because he's the king of content. And they happen to go ahead and listen to one of my videos. And a lot of people listen to me, but I don't hear a lot of people crediting me, just like people that came before me, that I got all of my, many of my information from, and I carried the torch. Nobody's referencing them. What about MGTOW? That had a tremendous impact on society. 10% of a population doing something will drastically change society. And I would venture to say there was a good portion of men that was saying, I'm going my own way. So much so people responded with that, with fear, shame, and all of that stuff. Same thing now, passport bros are experiencing what MGTOW went through. And now what are they doing? People are responding with fear tactics, shame, and all that. If 10% of the men decide to go, okay, I'm going my own way, or I'm free agent lifestyle, or I'm red pill, or I'm going to listen to some of what Kevin Samuel says, or I'm going to be a passport bro, you're dramatically changing the direction of society. But these people now go, oh, we, we've seen the results and we did the science. They don't credit the original source. The original source is the manosphere. Of all of these epiphanies that everybody's having, you can't tell me. We're a small subsection of YouTube, very small, very small, but we getting big numbers. There's some people getting $60,000, $60,000, 60,000 views a video, 
and they barely got 10,000 subscribers, but they'll put something out there. You can't tell me 60,000 views. That's significant. That's a significant impact. So with that being said, when these people come up now and say, well, we figured it out and men are struggling and women are struggling, they're 10 years late. They're 10 years late. We've already been there. We've already talked about it. We, we beat a dead horse. So much so that other Manosphere people be like, we're tired of talking about this. Meanwhile, guess who's talking about it now? Remember when crypto came up? We still talking about this? Remember guys coming here? You keep repeating yourself all the time. Remember when guys came in here? I had to turn off CGA because it was so depressing. Guess what's happening now? Now that you went back to the blue pill matrix and your purple pill, guess what's happening to the rest of the world? They now figured out what we were talking about was right all along. And now your ass went back out there to get you a purple pill relationship. And now you back listening to me. Welcome back. <laughs> all those crypto people, they can't make no content. All the people that want, we're going to talk about this now. This is the future. Guess what? Guess what? It, it literally is the future. But but it ain't today. <laughs> this is why we told you we need to keep the conversation going. We need to hold the line. It's never going to get old. We need everybody to catch up to us. They need to catch up to us because we're setting the tone. Despite if you want to like it or not, there's some women in here. No, you aren't. Oh, yes, we are because you're here listening to me. We're setting the tone of where society is going. Shout out to Billy the Kid over on PayPal. We're going to take care of the business here. He says, hey, coach, dating apps is modern day Darwinism, natural selection. And you're right. This younger generation of men are at a disadvantage. The media wants to destroy masculinity and we are in a crisis. And everybody's realizing that now. Okay. Um, but uh, it is Darwinism, but it's on steroids, which doesn't, it's a false sense of Darwinism. It is natural selection, but what is resulting is it's both sides going, there's no available partners out here. In natural selection, it wouldn't work that hard. Like, it wouldn't be that fast. It wouldn't work like that. Like, we're going through some evolutionary period, and it's speeding up way too fast. And women are going, I'll do bad all by myself. And you're going, oh, man, we're in trouble if you're not going to mate, if you're not going to marry. You have women going, there's better option for me. I'm going to destroy my family. You have men going, I can never get a match on social media. Like in the real world, that would have worked out. Some people would have been able to mate. But what's happening now is some people, and that's a co-sponsorship, some people are getting no chance. And they're getting, and the, the women on their side, the women on their side, the ugly women of the world, the cockeyed, the knock knee, the overweight, the buck tooth, they're getting pounded out. They're getting set. They're selling some on seeking. <laughs> the women that you laughed at and you're like, oh, God, the women that you would have said y'all would be good partners. They're getting throttled. And sexually satisfied to the point where we now say. We now say that that's a preference. I prefer women to be X, Y, and Z. We've now settled on that. And that person didn't even exist 10 years ago in a population of people. I want you to think about this. That person did not even exist, I would say, 20 years ago. You would not see that person 
even appear out in public. They wouldn't even show their face, let alone be sexually desired by a large group of males. But a large group of males now have settled on the fact that that's their only chance. So they've sunk their preference or their degeneracy or their debauchery on that person. And that person was rare in our society. Now that person is the norm. You didn't see 250-pound women walking around 20 years ago. You did not. not. Not in massive groups. But that's where we are now. It, that person's extremely normal. No government name says that guy on Bill Maher's professor, Scott Galloway. He says he is not woke. He has two books called The Algebra of Happiness and The Four, plus good videos on, on business on YouTube. So shout out to him. He's not woke, uh, but he was leading us astray for a minute, but he came back. Uh, shout out to the professor. Probably listens to the show. He said, damn, I'm appearing today. CGA about to roast me. All right, shout out to Chan's. Falk, he says, if pink were made for women, every human being would have have uh, wouldn't have pink on their body. And black people think they created everything. It's really annoying, and no one is black or white. Everyone on earth is brown from the darkest and the lightest shade. Get educated, people. People don't want to hear that. People don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> for real, they don't. No, 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 no. I mean, we seen this in the Queen Elizabeth stuff, man. It's like, boy, people always want to just be. Going on, man. At some point, it's going to be your time, man. It's going to be your time. All right, shout out to, is it Daily? Dally? Dilly Dally? I found you in the alley. I walked up to my homegirl, Sally, from the valley. Shout out to, um, I think that was Slick Rick or Dana Dane. Shout out, he says, Coach, do you believe black women are the ones def defining what black is in the community? Because they keep choosing the adult boys, the thugs, and rejecting the decent brothers and brothers start believing that they have to have be that version of black to get the girls. That's absolutely facts, in my opinion. But that's also Brefolt's law. So that's a there's a nature element to that. If you guys want to understand, so um, gang banging was seen as a low quality element of a man. And I'm gonna give you a couple of examples of this one. Bear with me. Damn, it's almost three hours. All right, Jesus. Um, I'll be quick here. Gang banging was a low quality element in the 80s. During the mid 80s, there was a shift where people started uh, gang banging, got a, got a little bit of a push through rap music and through imagery. And then people started adopting the gang lifestyle, right? Big, baggy clothes and gang banging. Some men join gangs or some men claim banged. All right. We used to call it claim banging where you claim to be in the gang, but you're not. All right. This is a result of those men started to get more attention from women. And women started to say, hey, these are the guys. These are, these are the guys I want. Let me give you an example. There were women that would say, Little Wayne is my husband. You can go through any sort of rap dude who that rap dude was not the top guy. He didn't represent the top stuff. And some of the more attractive women in your community or the young women, they'd be like, Oh, Little Wayne. Oh, I want a guy like Little Wayne. He's my husband. Oh, Tupac. Oh, I love Tupac. And you're like, What? <laughs> you're out here. You studying. You going to school. All right. You getting A's. You playing on the basketball team. And you're looking at it. What happens? Ballers want to be rappers because ballers are making millions of dollars, but they want to they, they want to in the 90s to look like rappers. Because these men were the ones getting the women. 
now it's not positive that they were getting the women. Some of them were getting grape charges and pregnancy and STDs and whatnot. But in our mind, we don't see all that. We see the results. We see the results. That man's getting the woman. And they would pick the lowest form of representation of the man, right? And then we go, okay, we got to be that guy. Just the same as white dudes want to be Chad. But they got a recessed chin and a hooked nose. And so you ain't going to be Chad today. <laughs> no matter how much weight you push, your five, six uh, barrel chest, all of that weight and steroids you take in the testosterone, you ain't going to be Chad today. All right. And, and that's what it is. And so black guys had to adopt what? Thugging. And this is all cultures of people doing this, but this is what happens because the women start rushing to those guys. Now, same women are going what? And that's you. Same women did what? Oh, I'm done with I'm done with the jerks. I'm done with the hoodlums. I'm done with the guys. But when they were 15 to 26, that's what they dated. And then they start running back to you. Where are all the good men, the good conscious men with the degree? Where's common? Many people become rappers to get women. That's why you're getting your lyrics straight. You ain't being a rapper because you want to be the best rapper. You want to be the rapper because that's where the hoes are at, period. <laughs> then you start drug dealing and, and talk about all you rapping and thugging and all your homeboys either dead or in jail. And you, you do that lifestyle because women choosing from those men earlier. The whole conversation between scammer, drug dealer, um, and white-collar uh, employee shows you that brief false law is taking place. The woman has dictated what they wanted. The woman that you want has dictated what you wanted, and so you adopt. You follow her rules. That's called brief false law. They decide in the animal kingdom who gets to mate. And whatever that is, Whatever that is are the rules. You either do it or you don't mate. Mm. All right. Anyway, shout out to the recess chin men in the in the house. Shout out to Joseph K. He says, he says, hey, coach, great collab with the saint. He says, don't make him an enemy. Rest in peace to Livingston. 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 All right. Appreciate you. Know, Satan, the center, man. He'd be going in. Rest in peace to Livingston. He'd be going in on them suckers. All right, it's crazy, man. Hey, listen, some people you just want to be cool with. A.D. Austin says, uh, social media has destroyed women more than anyone. And uh, they're easily manipulated. This is the problem with ladies. They're easily manipulated. And that's where it comes down to it. So um, the story of them being easy, easily manipulated was demonstrated in one of the first stories that we were passed on into our religion, which was Adam and Eve. That was a story about Eve being manipulated. Now, most people will say, well, the Bible was what? Oh, it's patriarchal. It's misogynist. But if you think about the story, whether you believe there was an Adam and Eve or not, okay, the story was Eve was manipulated by an outside source outside of her protector. And thus, this outside source promised her greater things, even greater than what her husband can give. That's the story of Adam and Eve. All right. Now, push that along the way in our recent history, feminism. That was the story of the Adam and Eve. That's why I put on the back of my book, the apple. I had the woman eating the apple on front of the book cover because feminism was the tree of knowledge. It was the fruit from the tree of knowledge. Same thing as social media. Hey, look at this fantastic thing. We can get some information. And then sooner or later, 
it put them in a bad situation because they were manipulated by it so much so that they've changed their behavior several times. And now they're going to do what? Soft girl error. They're going to come running back. The fact that they're manipulated easier, easy, is why people target them and put thought into them. Ultimately, then they pull the rug from under their feet and they have no protection anymore. And this is why the lowest the lowest common denominator in our community, which would be the black women, right? They're saying they're the most unprotected. Why? Because they fall for the most bullshit and then somebody pulls the rug from under their feet and then they're left exposed. And then they say, where are the men to protect us? Well, shit, you didn't held on to the government, Pookie, Ray Ray, Tyrone, welfare, child support, CPS, the family court system, judges, police officers that you didn't called on several men, violence. I mean, take your pick. You've been held on to all these people and they pull the rug from under your feet. They don't support you in the way you want to be supported. Then you say, where are the men supporting me? Well, listen. <laughs> At some particular point, you got to turn your feelings off. You got to let people die. If they die, they die. I, I don't, I'm not trying to save everyone. I don't have any problems with it. And I don't care who you are in my life. I don't care if you my family members or friends. If she dies, she dies. Mm. <laughs> All right. You either listen to the protectors or you don't. If you don't want to fall under my protection, my leadership, to hell with you. Literally. I have no reason to come back to you after the trains left the station. If you missed it, you missed it. I'm not stopping the train to let your ass on, especially if you stabbed me in the back or you wasn't about my program anyway. If she dies, she dies. And that goes for he in that matter too. He too. Um, AD Austin, I posted an egg sandwich on my IG. There was a guy hating on that. Someone's always going to hate. And shout out to the haters. It is what it is. I mean, there's people telling me I was hating on sushi today. It was like, you hating on sushi. Context. Context is important. Shout out to, can I say your name? Nicholas from Greece in the building, co-sponsorship, and we're almost done. He says, I know you like to read testimonies of the truth you deliver every day. So I'm a 51-year-old divorced at 48. No kids. I have five sixes, and I still have ex-wife. Still have my ex-wife leave for a Chad. Two months down the road, MP, he says PNC hit Chad. Oh, Postal Clarity hit Chad and got rid of her pretty ass. She came back crawling to take her back. Nope. He says never ever spoke to her. Silence kills. And he says, I'm telling you, divorce is a social death. 100%. Lost all my married simp friends, which eventually every now and then when I see them, me, they see me with a younger companion and they are telling me the same thing. You lucky son of a, yes, indeed. He says, but you know, man, he says, he says, the missus don't want me to hang out with you. So he see, they, you're start living the free agent lifestyle. You start winning and they plug in. They won't unplug. They see you winning. And then the wife says, no, you can't hang out with them. He says, young man, listen to CGA, older divorce men, uh, Stay fit. It took me one and a half years to recover, and calisthenics was my treatment. Currently super fit. Found CGA in 2019. Got the book. Get past the red pill rage. Get past the red pill rage. Living the free agent lifestyle and life rocks at 50. Peace, quiet, and freedom. Greg, keep educating young men 
entertaining us seniors. Stay safe and healthy. Shout out to you. Appreciate you, Went, uh, for that co-sponsorship. Men, listen up. Lynn, men, listen up. Newski is in the building. What did you say? So women have millionaire boyfriends and husbands and still surprised they cheat. Plus his girlfriend, India, says she's a free agent. Oh, yeah. And wonder where she got that from. Did you see that? I don't even know who that guy is. There's a rapper who had a girlfriend. I guess she's a celebrity. Her name is India something. And she put, I'm a free agent on her Twitter or her Instagram. And several people sent that to me via text message. And they're like, look at this shit right here. Guess what's happening? They're going to start mainstreaming my shit. And they're going to start saying they came up with it. This is why it is crazy, man. I'm a free agent. Shout out to Joshua. He says, your last blue chip mindset was fire, coach. Thank you, man. We're going to do another one this week. T-Baby, we all know your password is manicure pink toes in the building. <laughs> yes, that's the password. J-Flo, did you, did you recognize, did you get recognized at the game? I did not. No one, no one talked to me about it if I did. I got recognized last year at the game, but not this year. Ed, the 304 detective, free agent lifestyle is a powerful way of life. Yes, sir. Um, I did not get in the Venmo. They blocked me out. So what I'll do is I'll read the Venmos. Uh, read the Venmos on the next one once I can figure out. Oh, it's already trademarked. It's already applied and all of that stuff. But the problem is doesn't stop people from and unless they sell something with it, it is what it is. But they got to catch up to us. All right, man. Three hours is enough. I'm melting. I'm sweating like a ninja at a white woman funeral. Okay. I'm sweating like OJ in court with the Bruno Mollies in the glove. All right. I appreciate y'all for being here. We're going to get out of here. We'll be back for Monday Night Crimson Capsules. Peace. And you know, 